your girl Ash. And it's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's that dude called Theory. And this right here is Stop the Foolishness. Where each week, this trio of primos will give you our take on some of the most foolish shit that's happened around the country from this past week. From politics to pop culture, nothing's off limits in this war room. Yo, it sure ain't. So if you're trying to figure out how this country got to this point, then come kick it with us each week as we do our best to try and stop the foolishness. Yo, what up, what up? Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. This is episode 60, baby. Six zero. Hello. Yo, yo. I'm gonna mute this nigga, man. He's already annoying me. Yo, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. Already got a mute. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness, y'all, where every week we bring to you the most foolish stories from the past week. And like with every week, this week did not disappoint. Uh, But before we get into the show, though, y'all, how's everybody doing this week? Uh, You know, uh, I'm tired. I kid you not. How many hours you been working? Man, I've been going into work like 8.30 every night and I get home. It's almost one in the afternoon. Friday. God damn. Friday, <laughs> I got home about one, hours. One, Friday, I got home about 1.30 and uh, when cuz takes, hey, can we record Sunday? I said, bet. I can sleep. I okay. slept all the way to like 9 o'clock, got up to pee, came back, did not wake up until the next day. Damn. Question. So does the overnight soup work that many hours normally? No. It's okay. just, yeah. The thing is, because me say. being the manager, no, me being the manager and trying to cover that, it's like I'm doing two jobs. Oh, I got you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so I wish it was as easy. Oh, let me just cover this shit and I'm out. It's not because me being a manager, either something happened, I got to take care of that during the day. My phone, my work phone still rings throughout the day, so it's not like I'm getting good sleep, because the moment I fall asleep, somebody wakes Somebody's me up. Calling you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, boy, I tell you, God, won't he do it? There's a supervisor in Dallas who is wanting to transfer to my building. Okay. Woo. Because, so, yeah, woo. I was I was just thinking, like, bro, if, he, if, if motherfuckers pulling in this kind of hours, they understand why old boy was asking for what he was asking for. Because I'm okay, like, nah, if this motherfucker nah. was to be here from nine, eight, nine o'clock at night to one o'clock in the yeah. evening, no, day, no, nah, no, he ain't making no, enough. No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I, was, I ain't making enough to have to be doing it. I was about to say, yo, that no, nigga no, getting no. lowballed in the bitch because that ain't enough, nigga. He no, need to I be promise you, okay. no, it's all not right. like that at all. Okay. It's only been like that on me because my position but once i get that position covered because that's all my weekends been consistent of sleep that's sleep, all right? i do yeah it's sleep yeah, i yeah. kid you not i slept all day yesterday i think i was up maybe two hours damn that's crazy yeah 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 if, yeah, if you work at eight o'clock at night to one o'clock the next day and went right back to sleep yeah, man, that's 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 some super hours. I feel bad for ever complaining because uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's some shit. That's that's some hours. But it's working out. It's working out. Like I said, I got that good news. So yeah, so all goes uh, all works out. Hopefully, I can get him here in the next couple of weeks or so. Get him trained up, and I can get back on my regular schedule and 
try to get things sorted out because oh boy i ain't gonna lie <laughs> Ooh, works work it's been tough like tough. i ain't gonna lie it, it kind of broke me down this week i was Man. like oh my goodness yeah yeah that's, it, that's a lot rough. of hours all right are, are you on salary or hourly i'm salary salary nigga oh yes <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> yeah. ain't no what bro listen to me again i'll I explain this i'll tell niggas this before if autozone paid us hourly they wouldn't get me out the building bro i'd be breaking the fucking <laughs> bank Every like that's the reason why like niggas be trying to get off of work, bro. Like if I made hourly, bro, they wouldn't keep me. They wouldn't be able to keep me out the fucking building, bro. I'd be banking these niggas for a hundred grand a year. Hell yeah! Facts. Wait, the two hours I told you I was up yesterday because I was at work. Oh nigga, Woo. yes, I had two. I had two of my drivers do some deliveries yesterday trying to get caught up. That Damn. part in the moment I got back home, I passed out. Like, Damn. I was like, man, I said, who? I said, Lord, be with me. I can't be doing this every weekend because every weekend, that's what my weekend consists of is sleeping. Okay. I am sleeping my days away. Okay. Y'all pray for me. Yeah, you you will be in our thoughts, sis. Uh, <laughs> let's get to Cuz. Let's get a life update on Cuz. Cuz, how is uh, the gig at the radio going, man? Um, good, good. You know what I'm saying? Still doing that shit. Um, I had a wrestling event that I hosted yesterday. We okay. Live on Broadway. All right. Uh, so. Round of applause because. Yeah. So we yesterday. That was dope. We had, um, over 500 people there for the crowd. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a little Halloween. cooler now. It's a little cooler uh-huh. out there now. Yeah, but it wasn't outside. It was actually at a rec center. And, okay. Um, oh, well, that's uh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was indoors. Thank God. Um, but uh, yeah, it was good. I did a couple interview segments. I did all the backstage interview stuff for like the YouTube channel that they're putting together. So, okay. um, but yeah, so they kept me busy yesterday. That's you missing something? That's what's up. I'm missing what? You missing some news? What news? What you text us this week? I know I've been out of it because of oh, work, but, but I still saw it. But that's just an opportunity, oh, though. It's not like yeah, that. yeah, and it's not guaranteed yet. But um, yeah, I had put in um. Um, applied for a, uh, a position as an FBI agent for a new FX show. <laughs> so, oh, hey. see, I'm I'm I can't not see that shit. It's not the porn. I really can't see this nigga. <laughs> it's not enough. I might be able to see Cuz playing like a like a bad guy, but like FBI, like fuck no. Like, what? I'm a good guy, man. What you fuck no, man. FBI, hey, oh no. Guy, I just can't see that shit. Maybe a cricket cop. <laughs> Maybe who got alcohol and gambling? <laughs> oh yeah, he gonna be the one that got the fucking problems. Cuz definitely gonna write swear, that shit in there. Swear I'm a degenerate. <laughs> He's gonna be the one that owes the bookie. <laughs> fucking low life. Oh my goodness. Cuz def- definitely gonna be the double agent in the show. <laughs> Yo, there's somebody leaking information, man. <laughs> oh, okay, we already know which characters. <laughs> No doubt about it. <laughs> no oh, doubt shit. about it. We know who the shit. fuck it is. <laughs> we know who it is. <laughs> that guy. Okay. All right. Well, that's what's up, y'all. Well, also, um, I didn't announce it last week, but uh, yesterday was officially my last day at my job oh, at AutoZone, wow. and it was um, it's it's been a a hard two weeks to to say goodbye to everybody. Um, Aww. Yeah, it was, uh, like I got a lot of love for those guys over there, but ultimately at the end of the day, what it came down to is I need to make more money, right? Like I got, yeah. a, I got a baby girl on the way. Boys got to get their bread up. And so, um, although it's been, uh, is I, I leave with way more good, I, I leave with much more good memories than bad memories. Um, so in which case it, it has been, 
it's been a hard two weeks because um quite frankly, you know, leaving any job, especially one where the management is great, that's it's tough because that's some there's things like that that you don't think about. And so on paper, my new job seems like it's gonna be way better, right? Um I'm gonna make more money, check. Uh, nine to five with weekends off check working 10 less hours a week check right you would think boom 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 it checks off but um for these two weeks i've been thinking to myself am i possibly finding myself in like an 80 20 situation so if you oh. if you've ever heard of if you if you never heard of this rule or if you've seen uh tyler perry why did i get married the 80 20 rule is is you got 80 percent of what you need in your current relationship but you mm-hmm. leave because you're looking for that other 20 percent and you 20%. wind up you wind up losing the 80 percent that you already had right um but you know life is about risk you gotta you gotta take risk and yeah, yeah for sure um it's, it's been difficult because trish has been slightly frustrated with me because she's all like i can't believe like you're even considering this like you've been looking for so long if you've been listening to the podcast you know other episodes ago like i've been yeah but um ultimately it, what it boiled down to is is like when i really sat back and thought about it um, and it, and it sucked that like, I, I really thought about this whenever the opportunity came, um, really it, it boiled down to one, um, AutoZone has great benefits. Um, but the job is hard. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard on your, on your family life. You sacrifice a lot of time and ultimately like it's either like district manager or, you know, you're, you're stuck in a very volatile work environment, um, for, you know what I'm saying? Your career. And I don't see how people do this shit for 20 or 30 <laughs> years. Like, I really yeah. don't like, um, and it was even tough because, you know, like they, you know, they kept telling me like, yo, man, you gonna be a district manager. When I was telling people, they was all like, yo, like the golden boy is leaving and shit. Like they, <laughs> they, yeah, bro, like it was a big deal, man. And, uh, you know, they was all like, oh man, we gonna, we gonna miss you, man. You know, it was just, it, it was real tough. The most difficult part, um, without a doubt was having to tell my district manager, um, that I was leaving and, uh, that, that was really hard. It was, um, uh, essentially the most difficult part of it. Um, because I don't think leaving AutoZone was really that difficult because like I said, the job is hard, man. It's, it's really stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, but again, like I said, I'm not naive to life. They don't pay you more money and expect less. So my new job mm-hmm. is going to come with its levels of stress, levels oh, of, of of bullshit, corporate bullshit, you know, work bullshit. Like you're always going to have that shit. Um, but, you know, I got to take the opportunities when it's given to me and getting up out of retail is difficult. And so for me to have the shot to for me to have that opportunity to get out, uh, of it. to get out, I had to take it. And Trish, Trish was really frustrated with me because she was all like, I cannot believe like you're actually considering staying. Like she was, <laughs> she was really upset with me. But, um, like I said, my, my family sacrificed a lot. Um, shout out to me for perseverance here. Cause nigga been trying nigga been to multiple interviews been trying for a minute and to anybody needs career advice the problem is is like once you get to the level that we're at you know you're not at a job fair interview where they're interviewing 15 to 20 people like to to hire on like it's you versus three or four other people with equally Mm -hmm. as good credentials equally maybe even better credentials and you got to go in there and prove that like you're the person for that job like they're hiring one person and 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 that's where it can get frustrating because at the end of the day um um you know sometimes you lose out you just ain't the best candidate and 
I thought I had one job. I think I asked for too much, but I stuck to my guns. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't leave unless I was going to be in a perfect situation, right? I needed more money. Weekends off, better time with my family, right? Because I could have been left for more money. I could have been and been a co-manager at Walmart and I would have made ten, fifteen thousand dollars more a year. More, yeah. But yeah. like I needed the perfect situation. Like if I'm gonna leave a, a place where like I'm gonna eventually be in a position where I'm gonna make over a hundred grand, I need to be, go find like a very good opportunity. And so and that's Absolutely. what I did. And that's what I did. So in which case, you know, it was tough, it's it was all hard. About but, timing and it came in at the right time. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it really did. Uh, but you know, um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it now. Like, like now the, the sadness is gone. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm more optimistic. So, you know, yeah. um, but yeah, uh, to anyone that's struggling, like don't give up. Cause at times, man, it was really, really frustrating, man. Like I was yeah. starting to think like, man, like, yo, I ain't never going to get up out of here. <laughs> that's how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and, and that's what's crazy because I know Trish was thinking that shit. Like at times it was really frustrating. And then like, she's like, I cannot believe you're considering staying knowing how hard you've been trying to get up out this motherfucker, man. Well, you know yeah. what too? I honestly believe when you've been, when you want something so bad and been wanted for so long and at one point wanted to give up and didn't see it coming, and then when it actually happens, yeah, a lot of times we don't know how to deal with that. Yeah, and that's like and that's, mentally, that's part of it kind of it kind of yeah. fucks with you. It's like, oh shit, like I really been wanting this. I've been looking for this. Yeah, and that, there's been times like, oh, I know it ain't going to happen, or I'm going to give up, and then it happens. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, oh, and it gets you out your comfort zone too. You know, I I do feel like some of it was guilt too, um, like feelings of guilt. Uh, and we'll get, we'll get into that later. Um, cause that's actually what I'm gonna talk about over our topic. Um, and so, so some of it was guilt cause none of it has ever really been fear of leaving. Although I do say this a lot of times. Um, when you leave, I mean, you gotta make sure you're making the right decision because, um, we've been talking about it a lot, but inflation is like, you know, crazy right now. We don't know where the U.S. economy is gonna go. And the, the thing about, and, you know, I know and a lot of people said, like I said, check, check, check. Right. It would seem like a no brainer on paper. This seems like a better job. But again, I got a family to provide for. So the thing is, is that, um, you know, our sales have been inflated. And a lot of that is because of the money that was pumped into the to the economy by the stimulus packages. But AutoZone was one of the retailers that were the beneficiaries of that shit. So, like, they've been seeing record profits. We've been getting record um record uh, um bonus checks and shit. It's just that, but, um, so there was a slight fear, like, man, I don't know if I'm really making the best decision here. Um, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? If the, if the, if the ball comes down your lane, you got to swing. And so yeah. I went Let me and took ask it. you something. When you told your district manager, what if she would have came with a counter offer? Huh? Would you have stayed? If, if, if they would have came with a, a counter offer that was, more than my base right now, yeah, I probably would state because money talks. Like the only reason oh, why, absolutely, because when you really think about it, the reason why you look for another job is because you don't you you the the job isn't worth the pay at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. If I was making a hundred grand in a year, I wouldn't be looking for a new job. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like yeah, you, like nigga, you making a hundred grand a year. Now sometimes don't get me wrong, I don't take I take stress well. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mm-hmm. like some people don't take stress well. Then a lot of times the your stress level may be it may be worth taking less to have less stress on you. Mm-hmm. But things that most people are like you know what I'm saying freak out for and think it's the end of the world like that ain't me. So 
I got you. Um, if I was making a hundred grand a year, fuck no, I ain't looking for no new shop. Like I'm, like I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm good over here. But the I'm thing, what, over here. thing was this is is like I said, my tip my head to AutoZone. I love those guys. If it don't work out in my new job, I can always go back. I know that for a fact, right? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I could I could always go back. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, um, the the job became became much much more stressful than the amount of pay that I was getting and I knew that like I was capable of more I knew I could make more I knew I had more to offer so I went to go find more so and well deserved I got another child on the way so I needed to increase these funds quickly (laughs) (laughs) I needed to increase these funds rather quickly uh, because this child care is about to be insane (laughs) you know so there's that but yeah uh, to to anybody man don't give up it can be tough especially like I said once you once you get to the level where you know you fighting for that one spot and you know it's it's a it's a the next position you're going to is like a company level position like you gotta you gotta fight for that shit and absolutely you're gonna take you're gonna take a lot of L's but you know hopefully you eventually get your dub and so I eventually did so uh but then there's enough on that let's go ahead and get into uh the show here real quick yeah yeah. shit my nose went down so let's go and get into this first story um oh no 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 my bad I forgot to yeah go over the sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Man, you like, don't pay you us. So I don't even know why we still doing this. <laughs> you know why we still doing this. Bro's like, until we get that first check, we you just know, gonna skip right We just gonna skip right over that shit. My bad. It my bad. Crazy. I know, I know that she's done some 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 business. She's bro, some just pictures. Bro. Care business. I know you done made a buck already. Bro. Like, also, also, also she got a a job this week too, so shout out to sis. But, yeah, yeah congratulations. Get, you know, she, I tell you, yeah, well, she, she, she has to. But so Everybody now, getting jobs, cause hosting places, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but her side hustle need to start paying us dividends, cause we ain't doing <laughs> this shit for free no more. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into Miss Toya's gift of soul. Hey, Chef Toya here, owner and head chef with Toya's Gift of Soul, located in Arlington, Texas. We are your one stop shop to satisfy your soul. We specialize in oxtails, wings, seafood, and much more. We offer very affordable prices. We cater, meal prep, and we'll even handle your weekly night meals. We will also travel. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Toya's Gift of Soul. Contact me, 469-849-2521, and let Toya's Gift of Soul feed your soul. All right, so y'all know what it is. You're in Dallas, Fort Worth. Um... Some area down there, you know, I'm sorry, up there. Oh my uh, goodness. <laughs> go ahead, hit up Miss Toys Gift of Soul. I, I just know Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, Plano, Irving. Yeah, all them places. Sis named off some other <laughs> shit that like I ain't recognized last like a few weeks ago. Them places too, you know what I'm saying? Hit, hit, hit Miss Toys Gift the Soul up. You find on Instagram, Facebook, uh, all social media sites. Uh, make sure you hit her up, get some of that good loving from for to your soul. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the story here real quick. I get into the show. Um, the first one up here is by Kyrie Irving, and so I brought this up not because I necessarily think he's foolish, and I think, um, but mainly because I'm just annoyed with this shit. Uh, <laughs> and so let me go and get into it. So this is from NBA.com. It says Kyrie Irving refusal to get vaccinated about what's best for me. Uh, Kyrie Irving said Wednesday he didn't want to lose salary or a chance to compete for a championship with the Brooklyn Nets, but was doing what's best for me by refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. 
The Nets decided Tuesday that Irving wouldn't be with the team because he isn't eligible to play in home games where a New York mandate requires professional athletes on one of the city's teams to be vaccinated to practice or play in public venues. Speaking on Instagram Live, Irving said he loved basketball and wasn't going to retire. I'm doing what's best for me. I know the consequences here, and if it means that I'm judged and demonized for that, that's just what it is, Irving said. That's the role I play, but I never wanted to give up my passion, my love, my dream just over this mandate. Uh, Chris Haynes, senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, shared a portion of Irving's Instagram Live where the Nets guard shared his outlook on not getting the vaccine. Uh, in a statement, Kyrie Irving addresses his stance on not getting the vaccine on Instagram Live. Um, I think it's the same one I just read. Oh, no, no. Here we go. Uh, it's about choosing what's best for me. You really think I want to lose money. You really think I want to give up on my dream to go after a championship. You really think I want to give up my job. Irving would have been able to practice with the Nets and playing road games outside New York. The Nets will pay him for those, but he is giving up about half of his 35 million salary by missing the home games. Uh, so what? It's not about money. Money. Irving said it's about it's not always about the money. It's about choosing what's best for you. You really think I wanted to lose money. Okay, so without having to read the rest of this, because it's basically just the same rhetoric over and over again. Um, here's my th- here, here's the reason why I'm annoyed with this. I'm not annoyed about his stance. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not an I'm not even annoyed. Obviously, like if you're a teammate, you're you're pissed, right? Because I'm like motherfucker, we yeah. need you. But my thing is, is so like the motherfucker don't want to get vaccinated, bro. Like at this point, it shouldn't be that big a deal because understanding that losing out on 35, losing out on half, what started half 35 million, 17, 17 and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So 17 and a half million dollars, this man is about to lose out on has to show you how dedicated this man is to this cause. Cause that ain't no mm-hmm. little bit of change, bro. Like no, this motherfucker not. is about to I mean, lose out on seventeen and a half million. Like Cuz that was willing to do it for five hundred dollars. So let alone <laughs> give up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the people. at the chance to win five hundred dollars, <laughs> like not guaranteed. It wasn't even guaranteed. <laughs> at the chance to win five hundred dollars, man. And so I'm just all like, yo. Yo, man, this this man is really dedicated to this. Like, get the fuck over it, man. All these takes and people like, oh man, he doing this, doing that, bro. Like, okay, I to a certain extent, I, I get it. That's your opinion, but what the fuck, bro? The motherfucker is losing out on seventeen and a half million dollars. If a motherfucker is willing to lose out on seventeen and a half million dollars, that means yeah. that like he is taking. You would want to believe that he is taking every look at this and decided that this is literally what is it, the best option for him. Yeah, for him, yeah, niggas practically do anything for money for for money. <laughs> like so. again. The chance to win five hundred dollars. It wasn't even because <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He had just had the so opportunity. The opportunity to, to get yeah. five hundred dollars was enough for that nigga to go ahead and get the shot. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, man, y'all got to get over this, man. This man, it clearly is. You know, he made a decision. He made a decision. Yeah. This, this was best for him, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding this too. I don't think he really wanted to lose money. I don't think he really, you know what I'm saying, wanted to, um, uh, miss out on a chance to win a championship. But here's the thing, cause I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Not devil's advocate. I'm a, uh, I'm gonna play Jim. First off, you might want Kyrie to sit out a long time until he get vaccinated. Cause Kyrie get hurt like a motherfucker. So if he set out the whole year, he can just get a shot at the end of the season and come in and play um, when the playoffs come because he's good for about 20 games. So 
Hopefully that'll be enough. To, he's good for about half of the games a season. So in which case, that might be our best option. You know, say get into the mm-hmm. playoffs, finally get his ass vaccinated when the playoffs come. Boom, y'all got a championship because he likely won't be there uh, when that time comes if he plays during the season. So you know, there's that. What's your yeah, take, us? So cousin, oh, he said shit. shit yet? Huh? You said shit yet, nigga? No, no. So. Pretty much my take on it is like, I get the fact that, you know what I'm saying? I guess you can say he's serious about it, but I just don't like the fact that he just left his team out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like when it comes to sports for me, I take that like, yo, like this is serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? People said like he helped assemble that team together to get, you know what I'm saying? The pieces together and shit to bring over uh, James Harden to the team and everything. And then basically you're kind of throwing that away, you know what I'm saying? Because they got the best shot to win the championship and beat the Lakers. So, so you want to put aside his belief in what he's standing for? I mean, because I just, you were, I just feel like he has an game. obligation to his team. Too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, That's what I feel. I, um, I, I guess to a certain extent, I still get that. But I'm saying this motherfucker is willing to lose out on seventeen and a half million dollars. Uh, first off, fuck the championship. Fuck them team, teammates. <laughs> He's walking away from $17.5 million again. That isn't a little bit of money, bro. <laughs> like that. Exactly. That's a lot of it's money. It's not a regular I mean, fine of 25000 I mean, because he's already made so much money. So he's huh? just like, okay. Nah, bro. These, these, these no, okay. But, but again, right? That's the point. That money, that money means less to him. Than not getting a vaccine like that, than getting the vaccine. That is crazy. That is yeah. a strong conviction. That is all I'm saying here. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's a hell of a conviction. Mm-hmm. 17 and a half million dollar conviction. Like, come on now. But again, I still think this is a genius idea because the motherfucker is going to be useless half the season anyway. So just wait till <laughs> the end and get the shot. Here's the question though. Do you think? He'll eventually get it. He'll have it's to. possible. Huh? He'll have to. I think he'll have to. I don't think he'll have to. Think he'll uh, it's yeah, possible. If Maybe he wants he to more play again, because huh? they're going to mandate it on all teams after a while, and after a while, everybody's just it is mandated on all teams. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was just in certain cities like New York, huh? California, and shit like that. No, I think the NBA mandated it. Oh, yeah. okay. So, like, well, if that's the case, then yeah, whoever's not vaccinated, like. Yeah, I think the if you don't eventually get it, your career is over. You're not going to play anymore. Or or did it, man? I'm not sure. You might be right because uh, I think there are yeah, some I, other people. Yeah, I thought it was that. certain cities. That's why yeah. they were like he. You know, what I'm saying he can't play at home in New York, but yeah. he can play away anywhere else. That'd be wild as fuck. <laughs> if, like, just if, play away games. Just play away games. Like them niggas basically gotta. Uh, them niggas basically gotta get like the eighth or seventh seed, nigga. Like you can't get a number one seed, cause that, <laughs> <laughs> or you gotta lose them hoes <laughs> because you ain't gonna be able to play away. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I I, I think I um I don't think he's foolish. Because for you to make the decision to lose out on seventeen and a half million dollars, me, you're truly strong in your conviction. So, in which mm-hmm. case, um, yeah. you know, there's that. I'm just, I will say personally, 
I just, I mean, all the evidence shows niggas that like everybody's okay. Like, why is niggas still holding out? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me personally. Like, my personal <clears throat> belief on this is like, why are niggas still making a big deal out of this? Like, yeah. we're all okay. I'm not growing a fourth foot. I mean, a third foot over here. Like, I'm gonna have <laughs> six toes now. I'm I'm good. Like, I I guess I get it. But niggas have never known what's in vaccines, so. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. But you know, there's that. Let's go ahead and keep it pushing here. Let's go ahead and get these arcs of the week. Uh, sis, you're up first. So I got an arc, but it's kind of a funny arc. So it happened yesterday. So, um, shout out to my sissy and law who will be on here in a bit. <laughs> um, she knows I want a puppy and she has a coworker who breeds French Frenchies. Oh, I love Frenchies. Aren't they cute? Yeah. So, <laughs> so she, so she reached out to him yesterday um, about them, and he sent the, a video. And oh my goodness, my heart dropped. They just freaking adorable. I was like, oh my gosh, I want one. I want one now. Yeah. So she's like, okay, bet. Let me check. See if he'll give me an employee discount. LOL. I'm like, yes, sissy, you the best. Work your <laughs> magic. She texts me back saying, God damn, he said $3,000. Oh, shit. Ooh. $3,000? $3,000. Now, let me tell you, this is the conversation nah, you her and I had yesterday. Ooh. She said, girl, you better get a mud off the street. $3,000. I said, yeah, I'm going to the shelter for sure. Because, okay, first of all, my... My dog that I had for 10 years, I got him from the Humane Society. Yeah. And, you know, I have no problem doing that again. It's just this round, I really want a puppy because I didn't get to experience my baby when I had him as a puppy. He was already an adult dog. Don't regret none of it, but I would like to have a puppy. And I've been looking anyway, and I found puppies, you know, here in the shelters anyway. So I know I could get me a puppy, but I was like, Dad, you know, I give me a Frenchie. So, um, so we were going back and forth and it just killed me because <laughs> when Sissy broke out <laughs> it said um, let me see because uh, I said that I said that uh, dog need to learn how to cook and clean for me spend $3,000 for a dog but then I told her that other dogs that I've seen because my best friend Soraya when she was trying to shop for a puppy some of the puppy shops she even sent me they were asking for $10,000 Wow. $10,000 yeah, for a puppy. Nope. That dog better do all kind <laughs> of shit for $10,000. $10,000. Nigga, nigga, that's a used car with some. Yo, with, yeah, I, mean, I don't care how rich I am. Fuck? I refuse to pay $10,000. But they would kill me when Sissy said, especially when I see stray dogs and cats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. She's like, Strange dogs and cats everywhere. Yeah, I be mean, damn. I'm gonna be spending eight, ten thousand dollars for a wow. damn dog. Yo, <laughs> but I'm like that nigga need to know how to cook, clean, it, talk. I, no, it it don't matter. Even if he could do all that, it wouldn't be worth ten thousand dollars. No, not like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, no, nah, bro. Man, ain't no, <laughs> like, no, the only way it'd be worth be an exotic cheetah or something. The only way it's <laughs> worth something from it better be something from Africa. Or some only, shit. The only reason it'd be worth ten thousand is because you could breed it to yourself and then sell the puppies yeah. for ten thousand dollars. That's the only reason why they're worth that much. But you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I even told her too. I'm not. So, I said him selling them for three thousand. Their pure breed is actually cheap. 
I said, because if you was to go anywhere no, else looking for it, no, it's not cheap to me and okay. to us, yeah. but to other people it would be, because if you go anywhere else trying to get a franchise that's purebred, they would ask for anywhere from eight to $10,000 for it. Yeah. Uh, we, right. We're going to change that to, that would be a deal. Don't don't use the word cheap. That's a deal. It's yeah, not it's a deal. Cheap. Oh, okay. okay. Like 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 don't use the word incorrectly. That would be a deal. It would not be cheap. Okay. Because fuck that shit. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Five and ways I from Sunday. Like fuck out of here. Look, I'm telling. Look, I'm telling y'all right now. If y'all ever heard me pay ten thousand dollars for a dog, y'all come kick my ass. Yo. Because clearly. I could have done so much other different things with that ten thousand dollars than to get a damn dog. When I go to shelter and spend probably no more than two hundred dollars, I'm assuming you got a plan. If you spend ten thousand dollars on a dog, <laughs> like I'm just naturally assuming that there's an investment opportunity here <laughs> like, because ain't no fucking way. Make a dog show. I'm trying to win my my money back in this. Because when did you become a millionaire? <laughs> like, that's, that's my question. <laughs> like, when did you become a millionaire? Nigga, when did you win the lottery? <laughs> Hold up, time I wait. When, when did we become millionaires? Because ain't no fucking way you spent $10,000 on a dog. <laughs> and you ain't got a million dollars in the bank. <laughs> Fuck that shit. That part. Okay. Oh, shit. We so, wait. my irk was just how pricey these damn dogs are, man. It is. Mm-hmm. I just want a little pooch, just a little puppy. Shit, shit had to go up too now, right? Shit has had. Uh-huh. To, I mean, prices prices have gone up too, probably now, right? With like, oh, absolutely, pandemic and inflation and oh, shit. Oh, abs- absolutely. Okay. but like Cuz said, that's a, that's a car. Okay, yeah. Well, well that's a car. Fucking used car right there. Yeah, just want to take a quick second here, real quick. Just want to let everybody know that uh, Miss Imperator Rose is up here. You know, what I'm saying she gonna say what's up real quick before. Uh, Cuz goes to so we can get on this Urk of the week because uh, she's giving her Urk of the week this week, y'all. Hola, hola, hey sissy, what's up? Hey, uh, excuse Best me, sister in law in the world. Thank you. Excuse me for looking like um Cleo from Set It Off. Okay, because you looking gangster. <laughs> Wait, who, who's bank we robbing? I got you back, sis. I got you back. <laughs> I ain't planning on going anywhere, so I was just like, let me just braid this shit up right quick, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Just get the hair out the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I got invited to do my irk because every Sunday we usually go and get donuts and kolaches. And so we usually go to, like, our mom and pop shop. And, of course, they're not sponsoring, but Karma Kalachi, shout out to y'all, you know. So oh, okay, shout okay. Out. oh yeah that's where y'all went before when i was there okay yeah 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 mm-hmm. they are bomb yeah yeah and so you know we decided to switch it up we was gonna go to um to shipley's and you know shipley's is like a a southern tradition down here as far as like you know going to donuts but it's definitely like a houston staple and so the thing about shipley's is that the one by- Oh yeah, not all of them are made the same, <laughs> nigga. So, oh. <laughs> so when people come to you know come down to Houston, they're all like, "Oh yeah, let's go to Shipley's." It's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Which one you going to? Yeah. <laughs> so there's one like right by the house that we usually don't go to. Like when we first moved over here, we had went there like you know a couple of years ago, and they always serve like cold donuts, and it didn't matter <laughs> if it was like. Seven in the morning or like two in the afternoon, obviously, like the donuts would be like cold. <laughs> and so we was like, okay, we never want to go to that one again. And so for whatever reason, Ralph wanted to switch it up <laughs> and be like, you know what? I really want some kolaches from Shipley's. <clears throat> and so I was like, okay, you know. Oh, so you want to go to the one down the street? You sure? 
Okay, bet. For kolaches. <laughs> and so I had already was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and get two donuts because I had already set my mind to get donuts or whatever because I like, you know, my coffee with donuts, blah, blah, blah. So I rode up to the ship that's by the house and it was like a line, like wrapped around. Oh, damn. The Shipley's. And I was like, dang, I never seen the Shipley's like popping like that. And I was literally like in the street. Like that's how busy it was. And it was like oh, eight wow. in the morning. And so I was like, yo, if the line is this long, there is no way the donuts are cold. Like they have to be piping hot <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just like, you know, you can't keep enough donuts on the line for mm-hmm. them to be cold. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a I'm in the line <laughs> for like five to ten minutes or whatever. And I damn near like hit a lady when I was pulling up because she was like oh. running to the store to like she was running inside Shipley's to go get donuts. So not only was the line long. But everyone was what like, was going in there. on on this day? Like, I don't know. I, like, it's not National Donut Day. So I was okay. like, well, damn. Yeah, damn. You know? And so, like, I sent Ralph pictures and was like, yo, look at this long ass line. Like, these donuts about to be fresh. I wrote up. I was like, yeah, let me get uh, half a dozen glaze and let me get, um, what was it, two sausage and cheese mm-hmm. and one ham and cheese. So she gave me the bag. Why these donuts are ice? Fucking <laughs> cold. Are you serious? Ice cold. The kolaches yeah. were hot, but the, but donuts, the donuts were, were cold. cold. And I was like, ma'am, you don't got no fresh donuts? And she was like, they are fresh. I said, how are they fresh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fresh out the damn refrigerator. <laughs> I was like, how are they fresh? They're cold. And I literally like opened the box in the driveway and was like touching on the donuts. And was like, these are cold, ma'am. How are they fresh? <laughs> And she was like, I cooked them. Well, we cooked them about like 25 minutes ago. I said, that's not fresh. It's not that's f- not yeah. fresh. That's a lot. Yeah. Even in 25 minutes, they'd still be lukewarm. And they shouldn't be that cold. They were like yeah. cold. And so she went to the back for like a few minutes and then came back and was like, sorry, man, we don't have any warm donuts. Mm. So she just bluntly lied to you then. Yeah. Clearly she lied to you. And, and like, I was just and like, if I wasn't pregnant, then I would have like threw the donuts and was like, nah, I don't want these shits. But <laughs> I had already like made up my mind. Like I really wanted donuts. Wanted these donuts, yeah. <laughs> and so just heat them up at the house. And so that's what we did. We was like, let's just go ahead, heat them up at the house. You know, maybe yeah. we can salvage them. Maybe. No. Like uh-uh. it's the thing about Shipley's, like they have to be fresh. When they're not fresh or whatever, even when you reheat them, like the glaze is like all flaky and like nasty. Like, man. Like when Shipley's is like fresh, it's like an experience. Like it's really, really good. <laughs> but when you have to reheat them, like you, you just might as well just throw them away. Oh, I hate the same. Really? So yeah. I know you gotta be man. You being pregnant too and <sighs> had your mindset on it. I know I'd be hot. I was so fucking pissed, and I was thinking I was like, <laughs> I said, man, I should have asked her before, but I was like, there's no way. Like, why is this place packing? Like, like, mm-hmm. like I Look, guess people are just you- like. It, they're just used to having cold donuts or whatever. I, <laughs> look, you got like I got fooled a couple yeah. weeks ago when I kept seeing that long ass line at that barbecue place, <laughs> and I got a plate, and that shit was nasty. And I took two uh, two bites, and that shit went in the trash because it was gross, <laughs> warty ass mac and I cheese. Get, I got hit I with the okie doke. 
I got hit with the okie doke, seeing all these damn cars. You saw all those cars. Look, even the woman running inside, like, ah, shit, they really got me popping today. Because, I mean, she literally, like, ran across the car. And I'm like, bitch, I'm about to hit you. These donuts ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Cold fucking donuts. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. There is nothing worse (sighs) than having your mouth set on something. And when you get it, it's not what you. It's not what you. For. What you had in mind, yeah. Man, I, I don't know which is worse. Head. I don't know if that's worse or having your mouth set on something all day, and when you come home, someone ate it. Oh uh, yeah, they, yeah. It's shit like that made me want to. Yeah. I'm gonna be on the ten o'clock. I think that's worse. I want to fight you somebody. Knew you had it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you, know you had it. Right. You had your mindset on it. Right. Like, damn, that sounds good. I can't wait to get home. And when yeah. you get home, that shit gone. <laughs> that's not gonna cause a, a snap moment. I'm about to be on 2020. Hell yeah, yeah, like you made plans around it and shit, and was like, I'm not cooking nothing because you know I got my Boom. leftovers, blah blah blah. And then yeah, you Ooh, go that home sound and good. That, yeah, and that yeah. shit gone. And it's gone. <laughs> I'm telling you, episode 20, 20, 48 hours. Ain't gonna take 48 hours to figure out the crime. I'm gonna tell you, yeah, I killed his ass because ain't no one telling me about <laughs> <laughs> <I> ate my <laughs> shit. <laughs> but man, yeah, man. I'm Damn, all dogs. of this for some food. Damn right. Yes. All of this for some food. Yes. Ain't no one told to touch that shit. He yes. should have asked me first. I gotta. So, I, yeah. I'm brewing a baby. I wanted donuts. And I wanted <laughs> hot, fresh donuts. <laughs> That bitch gonna talk about yeah they fresh. No, how the fuck are they fresh and they cold? Sorry. <laughs> and you can't reheat Shipley's. Anyone that come to Houston, like, don't accept cold donuts from Shipley's. They don't. have to be hot. Like that's a disclaimer. They're only good when they're fresh. If they're not fresh, then yeah, no, you might as well throw was them the shit away. Was the at least good? Yeah, the kolaches was good, but I know they just popped them bitches in the microwave. You already know they did. So <laughs> that's just facts. Oh shit! Yeah, I had called Ralph. I was mad. You can I, see the disappointment in your face. Yeah, yeah, I'm still thinking about this shit. I already knew it was gonna come. It's like three in the afternoon. I'm still mad about these damn donuts. I already knew it was like eight in the morning. I already knew they was gonna be cold. That's why, like, I wasn't tripping. You already knew. And then didn't you I, leave a review? Years oh yeah, you I'm gonna get to change. They could have got better. Uh, well, and seeing that's what I thought. I was like, okay, yeah. well, it's been like. Three to four years. Literally, so let like me three try or four out. years since we've been there. Yeah, since we've been there. And like, this is a Shipley, like, literally, like, down the street. Like, a minute from the crib. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, you had left a review mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get the, <laughs> the reviews. Get off the mic. But yeah. I, I, oh, I damn. They sh- got a Google review today, too. Oh, they really fucked up today. Well, it's, <laughs> and it's funny because their Google review is what, like, four stars? Yeah. Okay, so let me, let me get to that point real quick. So <laughs> let me hold this real quick. So so the crazy part is is it, the Google reviews is four stars, but let me read these reviews to you real quick. Okay? <laughs> All right. So this review is from a month ago. The donuts are not fresh. They're always cold. You ask for a sauce of cheese kolaches, you get a jalapeno cheese kolaches. I think they make up some shit. Um, this one's from a month ago. Are the glazes donuts ever warm at this location? <laughs> Been here at six a.m. All cold. Uh, because you because they're they they get good reviews. The problem is is that none of the good reviews, none of them are about warm donuts. It's just like this one right here. The Shipley's has the best glazed cakes out of all the Shipley's in Texas. This Shipley's has the best glazed cakes. Whatever. Um, six months ago, I didn't mind that. I I didn't mind the attitude, but the bread was stale. 
A- AKA <laughs> cold. cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, this is the bread with stale. <laughs> Nigga. Oh my God. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're going to keep going here. Uh, this is the worst Shipley's in Houston. Donuts not fresh. Glazed donuts were cold. <laughs> like they've been made the night before. Okay. But yet they got four stars. They get asked for hot donuts. Lady went back, filled up a box. After getting in the car, realized that they were cold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I went, I went back inside, told her she caught an attitude, said that's all I have. She admitted that I asked for hot donuts, but chose to ignore it. This was at 6 a.m., nigga. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I don't ever mind waiting for a bit, but to get hot ones. Nigga. And I could keep going on and on, right? Because that's what all the, it's like, it, it's like, it's like all the good reviews are from people, I guess, that don't expect hot donuts. Cause anyone that expected hot glazed donuts is leaving bad reviews. Yeah, mad as hell. Yep. It's like, bro. There's probably some out of towners or something that don't know. And then they were just like, oh, go to Shipley's and get their donuts. So they just think that that's what's it. It's, so. it's got to be people. Okay. So yeah. my review, I just decided to go ahead and leave one of day. I was like, I I haven't been in a Shipley in like four years because they, they have never. And when I say never, I mean, they have never, like not a <laughs> single time I've been to this motherfucker had high, high fresh glazed donuts. I decided to pull up today because it was uh, thinking no way they don't have fresh donuts. And guess what? Cold ass donuts, man. God damn. So yeah, it's part of my. So what are they doing? Making the donuts overnight, letting them sit, and just passing them out. Yeah, it's the like next when, morning. Yeah, it's like probably, when do they cook these bitches? They probably they cook them sometime. They're probably getting there and like cooking up like racks of glazed donuts, and oh, then and so they just sit now. Yeah. Because this you. this location obviously doesn't give any shits at all mm. about fresh hot donuts. That shit doesn't mean anything to these niggas. And as long as motherfuckers keep going, like they're not gonna change that shit. Cause apparently nobody fucking cares other than the people who want hot donuts. I didn't know niggas didn't want hot donuts. Cause you're not getting hot glazed donuts. Like that's a whole that's 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 an absolute fact from this motherfucker. So they gotta not care about that shit. So yeah. especially I mean every review you done read mentioned no hot donuts, cold ass donuts, and they ain't changed nothing yet. So clearly they don't care. Nigga, like, well, yeah. we still got four stars anyway. People still yeah. buying the shit, so why then, should we care? And the crazy part is, is because now on Google reviews, or I think even Yelp let you guys now, now the owners and shit can respond to shit. Anybody had like bad service or some shit that like the owners responded, they ain't say a shit to any one of us that's talking about these cold ass donuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they apologize to everybody for like bad service. Bitch, I'm getting bad service. You giving me cold you ass donuts. Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the box, it says be careful because this <laughs> might be hot. I might be hot. Ain't shit hot in this <laughs> motherfucker, man. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. Frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. <laughs> shit ain't, ain't shit good ain't in that motherfucker. Hot. Ain't, ain't no shit careful. Ain't a goddamn thing hot, man. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I'm just convinced where I live, everything south of 529 is just a shitty ass restaurant. Like my Chick Fil A over here on this side fucking sucks. They they have <laughs> shitty ass chicken tenders. Uh, they shorted me like two chicken minis once. <laughs> Nigga, like oh my goodness, if if it's got to be like this, got to be like the Bermuda Triangle of like fast food restaurants. Oh, this motherfucker, God. man, like because <laughs> and people be swearing like Chick Fil A don't make mistakes. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit, <laughs> nigga. That's a whole ass lie. Not to that. Not this one over here, nigga. So, okay. He said the Bermuda Triangle restaurant. The Bermuda Triangle restaurant, bro. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. Well, Charlie's about to get up out of here because yeah. we gotta let Cuz get into his Zerk. Thank you. But yeah, thank you for stopping by. Bye. Bye. All right, Cuz. Let's go and get into your Zerk. 
All right. So my urge this week um, deals with my job. So Uh business has been slow um, because they raise the rents. Like I told y'all. Shit is high. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they they completely raised the rents like crazy. Um Damn. a two bedroom is going for like nineteen hundred. Ooh. 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 I ain't living there. Three bedroom, three bedroom, three I was saying three bedroom is going for twenty two fifty. You could rent a Are house in Houston, serious? Texas for that. Bruh. No cap. <laughs> no it's cap. Crazy. Okay. So They've been just hiking up rents. Now the problem is, is, is that we're not a luxury community. Like we're like, <laughs> like, because like, like these hoes ain't worth that shit. Those <laughs> is not worth it. Like we have this other apartment complex called Palisades right next to us. Palisades is like a luxury community, and they're trying to compare prices with them motherfuckers. Nah, you I mean, can't. We do don't that. have granite countertops, nigga. Our shit is spray over. <laughs> Like you know, we can't charge. <laughs> Say we ain't got granted, baby. <laughs> that ain't what we got. Thank you so much. We, we ain't got next class. <laughs> we got white feet. <laughs> oh, shit. Like it's terrible, man. Oh so, damn. So so it's been hard getting people in. So our our dumbass regional manager thinks that she just knows everything. She's always she's the one that's hiking up the rents all crazy when the apartments aren't worth it. Also. <laughs> Also, she decided. So, a lot of our business trying to keep up with a Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) She's making on availability. (laughs) So, a lot of our, um, uh, so like a lot of our uh, new residents have been coming from apartment locator services. So, apartment locator services, uh, they pretty much call us and be like, "Hey, do you have a two bedroom for you know whatever November? um, You know, for this price range, blah blah blah." So, if they refer us business and then they apply and then get approved and move in, then they get a commission kickback from us. Yeah, so makes sense. We haven't really been getting traffic like on our own. So, all of our like pretty much new residents have been from these apartment locator services. Our regional manager comes and was just all like, yeah, we're going to do away with apartment locator services because we don't want to pay them the commission no more. So we're just like, but we get like a lot of our business from them. Why would you, you know what I'm saying, cut that? And then the apartment locator services don't like when you cut the, you know what I'm saying, cut business with them because then that, you know, in a sense kind of cuts their business. So when you try to go back to them, it makes it hard to, you know, go back to them when you need them again. Cause they're like, oh, okay, well, like you canceled your shit with me before, so why should I take you back and help you get, you know, residents? And I mean, residents. The, the crazy thing is, right? Is they don't, they, they, they don't get a commission unless the person actually like leases yeah. with y'all, right? So yeah, that's exactly. that's dumb as fuck. Exactly, dumb as hell. <laughs> that's dumb so, as shit. so we had to tell, so we had to tell all of our apartment locators, we're not taking you no more, blah blah blah. So check this shit out. So fucking it's been probably about a month and a half and our like occupancy is like dropping like lower and lower and lower we have not been getting any rents no traffic i literally for eight hours at work literally just sit there and like read books and shit like it's so it's so dead and slow in there i google y'all shit i'm definitely gonna keep on looking (laughs) (laughs) what's the name of your apartments again oh stonebridge apartments yeah i'm definitely looking for some other shit (laughs) so so, so fucking check this out. So, fucking we did. So, like, we did away with like locator services. Um, only like a couple of weeks ago, we still had some leases from before that. Um, because like we get paid our bonuses like a month behind yeah. or whatever and stuff. So, one of my teammates, fucking Susie, she had a fucking three bedroom apartment, but it came from a locator service. She had already got that apartment and rented it before this rule change. 
fucking Mickey, the regional fucking told Caesar, he was like telling us, he was like, man, I don't know how to break it to Susie, but like she was about to get a $700 commission on that one three bedroom. She's going to get $700. But because a locator service fucking gave it to her, fucking Mickey was like, yeah, we're not going to pay her that commission because the locator service gave it to her. Then she changed the rules and was all like, y'all can use locator services now. Um, but y'all can't get paid a commission if they, if, 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 if they do rent here. And it's just like, but we're doing all the work. We, you know what I'm saying? We still got to oh, run wow. an application. We still got to do the file. We still got to verify all their information. We still got to type the lease. We're still doing all the work and you're not going to pay us a commission if it comes from a locator service. So that's basically just benefiting you. You just basically using them. You'll pay them the commission, get your rental, but we don't get shit. So I'm just like, nigga, this is my irk of the week. Like, nigga, yeah, like, that's... some of these corporate niggas is fucking like just fucked up. Like, how you going to take away a chick's commission, first of all? I know, right? And then, and then, you know what I'm saying? And, and this is, and this, and this happened. She got the lease before the rule change. So it's just like, damn, you're going to take it. And then we get built so far. You know what I'm saying? We be, you know what I'm saying? We get our money, uh, you know what I'm saying? A month after. So by then there's already new rules took in effect, but you're going to take her $700 commission away. That's messed up. It's messed up, man. And she's been with the company for like eight years. Oh, like, yeah. Then she just found out she was supposed to get a raise back three months ago, but she never checked her pay stubs. And she just happened to check her pay stubs last paycheck. And she was all like, yo, they didn't, they, they like never gave me my raise. What? And, yeah. So then she tried to, so then she told the property manager, and the property manager contacted the regional. And she's like, oh, does she have that in writing? And she was like, no, y'all like told me that y'all were going to do it. Duh. And then she was all like, oh, well, if we can find something in writing or whatever, then, you know, yeah, we'll just start it back. And then she was all like, well, are, y- are y'all going to give me like, you know what I'm saying, my back pay from like, yeah, my back, back pay or whatever. Yeah. And then they were just like, no, we're just going to start it from where it's at. Oh, it just wow. Like, y'all fucked up, man. Yeah, man. Is this in Chandler? Or in uh, no, it's in Paradise Valley. Paradise Valley. Okay. I see, again, that's why I'll be trying. I see, that's the shit that like I've been struggling, right? Because see, like when you got great management, Leaving that shit sometimes is difficult because I don't know what these niggas is like in my new job, right? Yeah, they can exactly. be on like some fuck shit like that, you know? Like fuck around and be all like, "Oh, well, we changing your bonus plan to this," so you know, right before yeah. I get like a super bonus or some shit. Like, hold on, because because yeah. niggas have been known to do that. Like a nigga bonus was too high, so like <clears throat> after that shit, they'll start capping it. Like, no, nah, bro, yeah, like exactly. like y'all y'all on some bullshit. So man, that's oh, man, yeah. yeah. So that's my it's time for like, Susie to I find was, a new job. I'm just glad it wasn't me because. I had got two leases last month <clears throat> and um, both of those didn't come from locator services. They just walked in and yeah. they were mine. So none of my money got taken away, but to have, you know what I'm saying? A three bedroom, which is high ass rent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause we get it off the base rent, you know what I'm saying? The commission. Yeah. She got a $700 commission from that and they literally won't pay her that shit because it came from a locator service. I, I, my, my thing is, is cause I'm, I'm, I'm thinking down the line here as, as any good man, as, in any type of management, you got to make tough decisions. But I would come to y'all and I would be all like, look, so here's the deal. The thing is, we got one, we got two options here. We can either keep the locator services and y'all commission is going to have to go or we can get rid of the, we can get rid of the locator services and y'all can keep y'all commission. But we can't like financially, we just can't do both, right? Like, let's say they just they just really in that pickle. But I'm saying at least give y'all yeah, everybody. The- so, well, then, in that case, everybody's just gonna choose to, you know, what I'm saying get rid of the locator service because while we have the locator service, that only benefits the you know, saying the owners and the company. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I'm saying because we're exactly. not, you know, what I'm saying you know, what I'm saying we're not getting the commission and y'all just paying them the commission. Exactly. We got to do all the work. Fuck that. Exactly. But, but I wonder how much the the locator services are getting paid. Like, I wonder how much, how much the commission yeah. is. Cause I think it's like I think it's like depending on the size and it'd be close to like you know something like a thousand dollars and shit like that. Damn, 
Yeah. Nigga, you telling me 560 square feet, 1424? Yeah. Nigga, that's yeah. my rent. I got a thousand square feet. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that shit's tiny. Ooh. In a attached garage. Nigga. That shit Crazy. is wild. Wow. <laughs> that nigga said, we ain't got granted count. 604 square feet from 1566 to 1668. The devil's a lie. That should be that way, like, depending on, like, and where you live. these are one bedrooms. It, it depends on, like, where you live because, yeah. like, in, in the Houston, in the Heights, oh, yeah. Them them jokers for 500 studio apartments going for, like, $1,600, over there. Oh, So, yeah, it, no. it, like, uh yeah, what do you say, sis? You stay on the outskirts of Austin? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Move move into the city part. Yeah, that 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 thousand square foot apartment, that shit twenty four hundred, twenty six hundred square dollars. <laughs> Easily. Why I didn't move into the yeah. city. Yeah. That part right there. So yeah, cuz probably living in like the I mean, cuz probably renting out in like the heights, like dope part like of you know, the Hollywood part of fucking Phoenix and shit. Couldn't be me. Bruh, yeah. this is not even a thousand square feet and they're asking for almost nineteen hundred dollars for two bedroom, two bath. <sighs> oh yeah, that's so, the y'all people, y'all Yeah, people. man, that's our biggest that's our biggest four point nine hundred and ninety four square feet. Man. Madrid. Damn. Okay. It ain't even a thousand square feet. That's why wow. like nineteen hundred. Yep. Look, this one, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Three bedroom, two baths, one thousand eighty one square feet. It don't even put the price call for details. <laughs> Yo, we ain't putting that shit on the fucking website. <laughs> we ain't putting that shit on the no. website. Nigga. Y'all done put prices for everything else, but when it came to that, y'all said call for details. <laughs> call for details, nigga. Don't, hey, don't, hey, don't bring that shit up. Don't put that shit on that website. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, Yo, uh, oh damn! I was just like twenty three hundred. Well, cause I hope that shit work out for y'all, man. Um, shit damn. crazy, man. But yeah, hopefully you get your radio gig before like this shit really. I know, man. I'm, sure. Cause, man, like, I'm I been, man, days. I've been on my boss. I've been on my boss, man. I've been telling like, hey, man, I, you know, I, hey, I put in for another producer job, blah blah blah. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I encourage you. You know, whatever you see. You know, just put in for it. I'm like, all right, man. But I'm like, always in his ear. Like, yo, <laughs> like, yo you know, uh, I'm ready, you know, ready to make that step. You're not here. Yeah, I'm trying to nigga. go full time. <laughs> I'm trying to get in. Trying to get, trying to make this my only gig. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crazy. Exactly, man. Yo, uh, yeah, that's wild, man. Okay, let's go and get some more. for details. I'm sorry. That didn't, that didn't a, a lot of apartments do that shit, though. <laughs> like, yeah, when you start oh, getting shit. into like them three bedrooms, they always be like, call for details. Because, <laughs> yeah, they ain't putting them shits on the website. Maybe like we maybe there's room for negotiation. <laughs> but let me go ahead and get into my irk because uh, my irk actually comes from the week before. We ran out of time last week, so I had to get into this shit. But uh, I just want to say that if Cuz had to do his drug test through the way my employers did theirs with the people they did, he'd have failed that hell miserably. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> he'd, have, he'd have failed that motherfucker miserably. Bro, I sat in the fucking waiting room for like 45 minutes before I got back there to to do my little thing. But what I didn't know was is that it was going to be um, uh, it was a physical too. So it was a drug test slash physical and so which was kind of crazy because i was i was wondering why they kept asking me like what kind of health i was in i guess like my job is gonna be pretty physically demanding we do lift like big ass like heavy duty batteries and shit that weigh like 80 90 pounds and shit so oh shit. Um, yeah so it's, it's, it's a pretty strenuous job again remember they don't pay you more or less 
you know, it's hard work. <laughs> so, make you earn that money. They so, don't yeah, you. yeah. So you know, that's that's the way the world works. But yeah, so they they did the. Uh, I was sitting there, bro, and I'm just in this motherfucker chilling. Right, first thing I get there, I bring the paperwork. They tell me to bring, and they was like, "Oh, can you fill this out?" And I was all like, "Well, why the fuck do I have to fill this out and then fill this out too?" Which is this is the exact same fucking paperwork. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> it was all like, "Oh, well, we need this for our records." Well, copy this bitch and put this shit in your records. <laughs> like the fuck, it's literally damn near the exact same paperwork, man. It's up for it just. Had, like that shit on there, the fuck. <laughs> like I'm I was done. like uh, copy this motherfucker. So anyway, I feel that shit. Right? So I'm sitting there, right? I'm texting Trish. I'm like, yo, man. <laughs> I'm literally about ten minutes away from getting up and calling these niggas and me. I'm like hitting them with the cuz and being like, you know what? Thank you for the opportunity, but I'm good. <laughs> like, like, bro, it was in like a boring ass sitting area oh. with just like multiple chairs, no fucking TV, no radio, no nothing, nigga. Like I'm just bored on my motherfucking mind, man. And then so the the lady finally called my name. I go back there and she's rude and shit. She was like <laughs> she was like, okay, put your empty your pockets, put everything in this little thing. You know, you can lock it up because you know you're gonna have to go in the restroom to, you know, urinate or whatever. I was like, okay, cool. So I'm trying to lock the shit and the shit's not locking. Like the shit's broke. And she was like, oh, somebody broke it again. I was all like, yeah. So I'm trying to close it. And so she was all like, well, you know what? You can just leave that like rudely. She was all like, you know what? You can just leave that there. I was all like, no, my wallet, phone and everything is here. I'm not leaving this shit. She was like, oh, well, there's one over there. I was like, okay. So, you know, I closed the shit up and went in there and used the restroom shit, came back out, did my fucking physical and finally left that bitch after like an hour and 15 minutes. But I was there for an hour and 15 minutes. Damn. Yeah. I was there. I was, I was in that motherfucker 45 minutes before they called me back there. Um, and then, you know, after doing everything, I probably left like an hour, 15 minutes after everything was done. So that's my arc of the week, man. Like I was really, I was not one really, but I was playing textures like, yo, these niggas lucky. Like I, I want this job because I'm, <laughs> I'm 10 minutes away from calling these things me out. You know what? Thank you for the opportunity, but, but I'm, I'm good. good. Like y'all bugging. Like cause, cause it was all like, oh no, nah, man, you know, when it's a shit, he was all like, my shit gonna get cold. Your shit absolutely would have went cold. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't, nigga. I don't. I don't went. I don't went back to the car. Went to a gas station. So <laughs> microwave real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gotta do what hey, you gotta man, do. Desperate, <laughs> hey, desperate measures. Hey, desperate oh, measures. Nice for desperate measures. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that that was just my shit, man. Um, <laughs> but I was I was so. So fucking annoyed. Also, um, another irk that did come this week. So my AC unit went out this week on the house. No, yeah. the shut co- up. Coils went That's bad on HVAC. Coils went bad on that motherfucker. Uh, oh my goodness! Guess how long the warranty on the coils are? Five years. <gasps> guess when we moved in? <laughs> like October sixth of like two thousand and sixteen. Are you serious? Like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So that shit was $3,300. Damn. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Just in time for a new fucking race. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Uh, luckily, my bonus was like stupid big. So in which case, you know, we yeah. you know, we got that shit done. But yeah. So um, on this episode of Are You Sure You Want to Own a Home? <laughs> Bro, you beat me to it. I'll just look. You beat me to it. I was just about to say, I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna lie. It's times like this. Like, you know what? You know, man. Yeah. At least if like, something goes broken here, I ain't I'm gotta deal with it. I'm about to seriously look into like these extended home warranties real quick, man, just to see. 
For real. Fuck it, even if like my deductible would have been like fifteen dollars, like you know, shit. I mean, not fifteen hundred. Like that still would have been, been cheaper. Than, yeah, exactly. the thirty three hundred I had to pay. It wouldn't hurt to look into it, bro. Yeah. Like for real. My only problem is them extended warranties be bullshit a lot of times. Like I was talking to Santi, oh. and Santi was telling me that shit. He's like, he just canceled his shit because like they ain't want to cover some shit at, at the out crib or whatever. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So he said he canceled that shit. All right, okay. Mm. Let's go ahead and get into this next story because this shit is absolutely foolish. To be honest with you, I don't know how true this shit is because this comes from the Indian Express. So I don't know if this is actually a valid story. But this shit was just so hilarious to me that I decided that we would just go ahead and read this shit. So this shit says, uh, disappointed burglar uh, leaves message for homeowner. Why was the house locked when there was no money? This shit says yeah. disappointed in not being able to find enough cash and valuables at the residence of the government official in Madhya Pradesh Dewash district. A burglar left behind a note there asking why the house was locked when there was no money. Kept at home, police said on Monday. A copy of the note also surfaced on social media in which the burglar wrote, um, when there was no money, it should not have been locked. Comma collector. Uh, it says, uh, Karwali police station in, in, in charge, um, Umrao Singh said, uh, 30,000 RSs. I don't know what they're. What the currency is over there. Cash and some jewelry items were stolen from the residence of Trishalan Singar, currently posted at Subdivisional Magistrate at Cake Town in the district. So anyway, before reading, reading the rest of this, um, police have launched an investigation to the incident and registered an FIR against under, unidentified persons. So that's where I'm like, eh, I don't know how true this shit is, but I just find that shit hilarious that if somebody actually did think about the audacity right. of that shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you understand how mad I would be <laughs> if a motherfucker broke leave my shit open just because I ain't got nothing in it. What the but, fuck? but do you understand how mad I would be if you broke into my shit and stole some shit? And then have the audacity to leave me a note because I didn't leave you enough to steal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, like, imagine coming home, nigga. I thought I was coming home to steal a seventy-five inch bitch. You only got forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, can you imagine the burglar in the hole? He, he looking around, he like, grown ass man with forty-five inch. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he's all like, man, they ain't got shit in here, man. Like, it's some bullshit. Like, first off, my nigga, I'm locked, loaded, and hiding your motherfucking ass down. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The audacity, Hilarious. bro. <laughs> the nigga left you a note telling you, bro, you ain't leave me enough to steal. Why you locking those right this bitch? <laughs> like, nigga. Man, at least you know he ain't never coming back. Uh-huh. He, he, ever coming back he might. Steal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you never know, man. But yeah, that's a. Uh, I, I just found that shit hilarious because that was um, that was a. Uh, um, super funny to me. Okay. But I don't know how true that is. It might be true. It might not. I got a feeling that like, there's going to be like some, uh, we done an investigation and recognized that the handwriting was of like the homeowner type shit. And nobody <laughs> really actually broke into that shit. That nigga like, that nigga like, owe somebody money and shit. So like he had to get, he had to get, you know, his debt clear real quick and some bullshit. Okay. All right. Let's keep it going. Let's go ahead and get into our topic here real quick. Uh, so the topic of this week is how issues from your childhood can affect you later in life. So hmm. I brought this topic up because, um, 
Lately this week, uh, like y'all already know, I've been really, really struggling with leaving AutoZone. And I've just been real down, man, like sad. And like I said, ultimately, I, I leaving AutoZone, like the job itself really wasn't that difficult for me. But what was really hard was my attachment to my district manager. And so um just to get the story here real quick. So I called my district manager on Tuesday last week. I told her the week before last, um, like, hey, I'm putting in an offer. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I got an offer from a, a better company, a better company, a better job. It's a great opportunity. Um, she told me how proud she was of me, how she would always support me. And, you know, saying she didn't, she didn't want to lose me. So, you know, she, she would talk to Raymond, see what they could come up with and maybe keep me. She asked me how much I was making. And then she was like, Oh, <laughs> like, and at that point, I pretty much knew. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much knew it was just, yeah, we ain't gonna <laughs> yeah, I pretty, I, I already knew it wasn't possible. Not, not yeah. what, because essentially, um, district managers kind of start in the range that like I'm currently going to start just their bonus oh, potential is much, wow. their bonus potential is much more like their bonus yeah, potential yeah. is like 25% of their salary. So that's how they get to basically clearing over six figures for the year. Um, so, um, the next day she called, she talked to me and, um, like I was really struggling. Like I was calling, I called Trish and I was all like, yo, am I making the right decision? And so Trish is all like, yes, nigga. Like she gave me like, <laughs> she gave me like every reason why, um, da, 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 da. And so just, just this whole, this whole week, man, um, this whole last two weeks has just been really difficult. And on Wednesday was a, the second to last time because my district manager came and saw me off yesterday and that was hard emotionally. But Wednesday we had an inventory and it's an inventory. I gave her a group. I gave her a gift. Um, and thanked her for, you know, always believing in me and stuff. And she, uh, you know, we shared a, a touching moment and she was all like, you know, you can always come back. And she kept telling me how like, you know, you're, you were really my guy and da 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 And she's crying and I'm crying. And it's just, it's really difficult for me to, to, to leave. Cause at this point I'm, I'm back at home and I'm telling Trish, <clears throat> like, like, I don't, I don't know why I feel this way. Right. Like on paper, I know that the opportunity that I have is much better, is greater. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it for all intents and purposes is definitely, you know, the opportunity that I've been looking for, but for some reason I just can't let go. So mm-hmm. I don't talk about this often. And I think it, uh, it, uh, because I, I, uh, for the most part, I don't think it ever is always affected me positively the way that I see it. But, um, I didn't grow up in a very positive household. You know what I'm saying? Like we weren't abused or anything like that. Uh, no, we were definitely mentally abused, but, um, we didn't grow up in a, I didn't grow up in a very positive, um, living environment. Um, we were for the most part pretty much told that like, um, you know, like y'all ain't going to be nothing, you know, acting this way, just standard shit that like you hear around, um, people of color, because the way that I personally feel, I feel like the generation before us, like we're like the first generation that doesn't attach the way that our children feel to historical context. Like I feel like our grandparents, our parents, they always thought that how a child, how a child felt didn't matter because mm-hmm. like when they went to school, they was called a nigga, you know what I'm saying? By white folks, uh-huh. right? Like if they got pulled over, you know what I'm saying? They could have lost their life. You know what I'm saying? Like they always attach. I felt like the, the, how a child felt was always attached to the struggles that they had growing up and it being compared and being not in the same playing field. 
which to a certain extent you can make that argument. I guess I kind of get it, but it, but I feel like we're the first generation that truly say like, yo, your children have feelings; they feel a certain way. You're gonna have to address that in order Absolutely. for them to to grow up in a in a home that is nurturing and is a nurturing environment for them to be the best that they can be. And what's really my heart was because my district manager believed in me. You know what I'm saying? She wholeheartedly, like she told me this shit like all the time, right? She was like, you're going to be the next district manager. You're going to be that, right? And so I feel like this entire two weeks, I've been struggling with potentially, not like basically at this point, I'm, I'm almost confirming that I've been trying to fill a void that I didn't have when I was younger by supplementing mm-hmm. that as seeing Melissa as a parental figure that I didn't have when I was younger. Because like I said, I don't necessarily have the greatest relationship with my mom that I would like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I get it. Like when I was younger, I mean, I, like I said, I didn't have a terrible childhood. Um, But again, like I didn't, I never felt like I grew up in a supportive household and mm-hmm. my stepdad definitely won that. And, <clears throat> and I always felt betrayed by my mom because I feel like she didn't step up enough to say things to him that she should have said to like have our back. And after trying to have this conversation with my mom before, it's 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 frustrating because she just brushed it off as again it not being as bad as the way that I'm portraying it. Like, okay, tell me how to feel, but okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah. Y'all generation ain't really with the talking shit. So um that's been my most difficult thing, man, because it wasn't until this week that I really saw how like that affected me because had it not been for the relationship me and Melissa had, I I know that it wouldn't have been as hard for me to leave AutoZone. So like at the end of the day, it wasn't that I was struggling to leave AutoZone. I was struggling to leave her and to like disappoint mm-hmm. her because mm-hmm. like I now know that looking back on it and, and seeing the way I was acting, it pretty much that I was just trying to supplement my relationship that I wish I had with my mom through Melissa. And even now, like I still get choked up and like, um, and it becomes difficult for me to talk about it because, um, like I said, I just felt like I was disappointing her and it was, and that's always, and like I said, I don't talk about it often because again, like every, everything that you see around me, um, essentially has been because like, I wanted to show them that like, yo, like my life is going to be much better than y'all. Y'all know how, like y'all struggling financially and shit. And like, yeah. how, like y'all don't get along and shit. Like I ain't gonna have them problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like, that's been like my life mission. And for the most part, I've been, you know, successful at that. But um, it's just crazy how, like I said, you don't think about stuff like that. And you don't think about the, I guess you could say trauma and stuff that you go through as a child until you're like, you got to confront that shit wholeheartedly. Because when I tell you that, like, it was one day I was here and I was all like, like, kind of seriously contemplating, like, yo, I can't do this. Like, like Melissa needs me. Like I was her guy. Like I would do this. I know my future is bright at AutoZone. Like I was seriously thinking about that shit. And all that shit comes back to just, you know, essentially like me just trying to supplement, you know, saying Melissa has a parental figure. What you missed out on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, and so that's why I wanted to talk about it because to get my feelings out here on the pod, because man, when I tell you I was, I only had a rough two weeks here, man. Like, and like I said, on paper, everything, it, it just, it knocks off. Right. Um, although I do have some valid concerns, <laughs> but, um, but at, at the same time, really, that's what I've been struggling with the most. And that's, and, and that's my story, y'all. Um, because, uh, again, it's a, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. This is a, this that is was a, a pretty deep. 
yeah, it's the it's the end of a chapter, you know what I'm saying? And um Melissa that's still, you know, my favorite boss all the time. But um like I said, I didn't have that emotional support when I was growing up. And she, like I said, she believed in me and it just really it really, really sucked to have to tell her that like I had to go, you know. So I, I get the attachment. I still talk to my boss up north. Yeah. Like he was my mentor and you know, and, and guide me, you know, where I'm at with my job and stuff too. And like, I felt guilty leaving. Like, even though I'm still with the company, but I was no longer answering to him because I was his go-to. Yeah. Hey, can you, you know, he's like, man, who am I going to have do this now and do that now? <laughs> you know? And it. I'm just like, ah, you know. And, all week, man. And then, yeah. And like, he's retiring um, the first week of January. I was like, oh, he was like, well, you left me. I'm like, don't say that. Like, <laughs> 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 you, you make me feel that. Oh, so now you're going to go ahead and put in your retirement because I left. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but, but no, I totally get it. Like that, that, that man right there. He, I hear from him like every other day. How's it going? I miss you up here. You know, yeah. he is one of the best people I've ever worked for. And I even tell, I said, man, I wish you were my boss. Like, why don't you come to Texas? You know, but you know, I get it. You know, it is hard to part from good people who does encourage you and believe in you and saw things in you other people didn't see in you and. It, yeah. it goes a long way. It really does. Yeah, yeah. It's, Along with matter of fact, he wasn't when I first met my boss, I met him in a training class. And at that time he wasn't even an RDO. He was just one of those trainers who traveled to help train new management, new supervisors. Yeah. And even then he told me in one of those classes, he said, you know, I could see you being a manager one day. He's like, you got it in you. This isn't that whatever, whatever. When I got promoted three years ago, he emailed, I ain't spoke to the man in a couple of years. He emailed me because I guess he found out I became a manager. I knew you can do it. I knew you would be one. I was like, oh, well, that was cool. And then like a year later, he ended up becoming my boss. Yeah. So it's just like you build those relationships and it goes a long way. It, it, it means a lot when you have those people who believe in you and can push you to your potential to succeed and where you want to be in life. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just been difficult because like I said, I've, you know, I can't even joke. Like, I always chuck myself up to being like a real nigga. Like, don't shit really phase me. But like, when I tell y'all, man, like on on Wednesday, dog, like when I came home, like I was balling, bro. Like, I, I pretty much held it together. I just kind of teared up at the store. But in the car, man, that shit just broke me. Like when she told me, yeah. like when she kept telling me, like I was like really her guy, and like she believed in me, and like she just would miss me, and that uh, she know I'm gonna do great wherever I go. That shit, like that shit, broke me, man, and um. It was a, it was, whoo, it was a, that was a, that was my toughest day. Um, yesterday wasn't that bad because by then it was all out and, and, and we pretty much knew that like, you know, like this is the end of it. But, um, like I said, it's, it, it became a time for me to reflect and look on exactly like, like did my experiences growing up that I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, the sucky part is I just couldn't pick. Like the management up at AutoZone. The thing is, is, like Melissa was just the one who believed in me the most. But like all my district managers have been great. Like Rick, yeah. Jonathan, like all of them are great. Um, they always been supportive. Even my regional manager, who I didn't um really see that often, um, because you know it's ninety six stores in the region. And you got to visit all stores. You know, we only have store managers meet so often. But bro, they was always supportive. I mean, I'm telling you, I went into like some of the most 
beat up bucket. Like they send me in the stores that like, I don't understand why this person is still running the store, bro. And then like, <laughs> we go up in there, we'd fix that shit up. And then here comes Jerry, like the last day or two that we're there and he walking there. That's my reason. He'd be like, like, look, man. So it's the thing you struggled. We came in here, we fixed it up, set out a plan. Da-da-da-da, bro. They was always supportive. Um, because, and I think part of it has to do with the fact that they know that shit is tough, man. It's very easy for a motherfucker to give up quick. And they just get to mm-hmm. calling out on you. You get to falling behind. Um, but again, like, I don't know, me and Melissa just said it's special bond. And, and that was the most difficult part of leaving AutoZone. Not so much the job because the, the people, like, you know, Jerry tells us, my old regional manager used to tell us, you know, people don't quit the job, people quit the boss. And for the most part, that was correct because you could tell stores that have super high turnover and then you had stores like mine that, you know, didn't really affect, didn't really have turnover all that bad. But, um, but like I had to quit the job because the job became too difficult for what I was making. So in which case I had to go get some more money, you know? Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it was a struggle for me because it, I, I finally was able to reflect on, you know what I'm saying? Like what exactly was like, like holding me back. And, you know, I eventually came to the realization that like, man, I think that like, I'm trying to, like I felt, I knew I felt like I was just letting Melissa down and like I'm trying to supplement her as a parental figure in her life that like I didn't really have growing up, you know, and that, and, and, and that reflection, um, also made my decision to leave a little bit easier after that because at, at that point it, it wasn't all the excuses that like I was trying to make to stay really came to, okay, this is the reason why, you know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. know how that's going to affect you till, you know, that moment comes. So that was my uh, childhood. I bet that hit, but that I bet that would hit home for a lot of people because you do have a lot of people who grew up a certain kind of way, and it took a teacher or exactly. a coworker yeah. or a boss or someone outside of the family to show you you can be who you want to be who who does believe in you encourage you give you that guidance it, it does go a long way and it's sad that i'm not gonna say it's sad like yeah it, it, we should be getting it from the family we should be getting it a certain kind of way but then at the same time a lot of them can't help it because how they was brought up exactly yeah. and it's yeah. all about breaking that generational situation like just because you was brought up that way be different and try to raise your kids differently than how you was brought up. Because I'm sure it made you feel some kind of way the way you was brought up, but because you was brought up not to talk about it and to deal with it, this is why we got the problems we have today. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, I got that in my, you know, my family, you got it in your family. I'm sure cuz we we all got it because all because of different situation. It's up to us to break that with our kids. You know, with Raylan, with the new baby coming, because for your baby girl, the day I'm blessed to have my own is up to us to raise in black. Hey, it's okay to talk about this. It's okay to believe in your kid. They can do whatever and and, and whatever. If we got an issue, we can address it and talk about it. It's okay to address feelings and how you feel about certain situations, because I, you know what that that affects relationships too. Not even just with jobs. Yeah, you you got you got some men and women who came to have successful relationships because, like we always said before, you got men brought up. You can't express your feelings because if you do, you considered a bitch. Pretty much. 
you know, real talk. I I I had my ex said that with his own too. That that man born and raised from Jamaica, like they weren't known to sit there and, you know, express their feelings or how they feel or whatever, whatnot. They were brought up, you know, no, you need to be a man, you know, you ain't no pussy. You ain't no bitch. You can't express this. And that's what caused issues with him and our relationship because of that, you get what I'm saying? And until he fixed that, he will always have issues with anybody he dates because he don't know how to express himself. And I feel bad because he can't help it. You know, it's, that's not his fault. You know, all you can do is try or whatever, whatnot. But I mean, that goes for work, relationships, partners, relationships with your kids. You know, if you can't be open with your kids because your parents weren't open with you, that would cause an issue between y'all two. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. It's just I definitely believe in the shit, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. How you, you know what I'm saying, like how you told your story and stuff. I definitely think that that is exactly corely relatable to like absolutely how you're feeling. You know what absolutely. I'm saying? Um, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? Just even in my household or whatever stuff, I've, I've had those kind of like same things. Like mine was like different though. Like mine was, I always got support. Like, yo, you can be anything. You can be anything. Dream big, dream big. Like I got a lot of that positivity where my father and mother went wrong at is they didn't really show me the proper hard work ethic to go along with it. Like, yeah, you can dream to be great and you can believe that shit. But if you're not working towards it, or you're not putting in, you know what I'm saying? Max effort onto the shit, then it's never going to materialize. So that was my problem with my parents. And that was like issues that I had. Cause I would dream big and want like, I've always been wanting to be an actor and do entertainment and do all this stuff, but I will say it. And then right when I'm about to like really start doing it, I just like cower out or I won't put in the work, but I'll just be like, yeah, 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 I'm an actor. I'm an actor. And and the guy ain't went on no, you know what I'm saying? No auditions. I ain't done shit. Yeah. So I dreamed big and knew that I could, you know, one day host shows and do podcasts and fucking be in radio and television, all this, all this shit, but I never really put in the work. So now that I figured that out, um, I don't like, you know, hold any grudge or anything like that. So it's my parents or whatever. I just know now like, Oh, okay. They just didn't teach me how to work hard for this shit. Now I know it like, like this shit is a grind. Like you got to yeah. go out there. You got to put yourself out there. You got to work and for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was my issue, like growing up or whatever and stuff and the issues that I had is like, you know, I was always positive on anything. Like, you can tell me, nigga, if I want to do this shit, I'm going to do it. Like I have the supreme confidence in myself, but I had no hard work ethic at all. <laughs> no hard work ethic yeah, towards man. it. <laughs> I would just be talking. <laughs> talking and capping. <laughs> nigga, nigga say it was all capping. Cap Straight up Sir Capalot over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Capalot. Yeah, man. It's, it's, um, it's been a struggle be, because, like I said, man, I, I think back, I, I think back on the times when like uh there's been a several times where i've tried to have, hold this conversation with my mom to try to get her to understand like why my little brother is the way he, why my little brothers are the way that they are like how mm-hmm. like they're completely different people from when we were growing up like how, how we have certain trajectories and certain personalities and then we become um you know, saying entirely, an entirely different person right and so i to a certain extent became a little bit more stoic in life um, um, tried to take a, a route of, um, basically just charging everything to the game. You know what I'm saying? My brother became very <laughs> outlandish. My, my youngest brother became very outlandish and rebellious. And then Max, he became very, um, 
um, introverted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one of the reasons why he is the way that he is. There's no doubt in my mind that that's the reason why we are the way that we are. But like, I think it, I think it has become more, uh, I, me, I took it more as a, well, shit just is the way that it is, man. <laughs> like, you just gotta charge that shit to the game. And, and it's because of the fact that like, I was never able to really express that with my mom without her, um, you know, trying to pretend or make it seem like, nah, it's nah, it wasn't that bad. Like, how in the fuck you gonna tell me how like yeah. I felt growing up? Like, what do you mean? Like, these are my experiences. But exactly. Ag- but again, that's that old folk shit of like, you know, what I'm saying like, still seeing me as a child and not as a an adult, an adult, or slash mm-hmm. human being with emotions and feelings and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, um, like I said, to a certain extent, like I, I mean. Um, I attest to the fact that, uh, I mean, I, I, so certainly I'm grateful because again, like I, I have what I have today because of that. But, um, growing up my whole life, right? Like I've always been like the smartest kid in the room, always had like the most potential. But, um, and you know, it, it wasn't until I got to AutoZone where like they, they truly, um, believed in me and wanted me to like grow within the company because, you know, once you get into the business world, if you're good at something, like they're going to try to move you up. They're going to want you oh, to do more yeah. Um, yeah. because of that. Um, but like as a kid, like I have teachers that tell me stuff and, you know, it, it never materialized because again, right. Like it, I, I now think back on shit. Like I, I never went to try to do anything bigger or like I never really had dreams because like it might have been because of the way I was being raised. Right. Like the shit that we was right. hearing every day. Right. Um uh, Man, my, I was so dead set on getting out of the house at a certain age that like, oh my man, fuck this. I'm gonna get out of this motherfucker. I'm proving all these niggas wrong. Love well, all these niggas being in two, two pants in the fucking house. But I'm like, fuck that. I'm gonna get out of here, man. I'm a, like, my life ain't gonna be theirs. Like this shit that they got, these, these issues, these problems that they have. Like I'm not gonna have that shit. My whole life mm-hmm. has been centered around it to a certain extent and just accepting the fact that like, I'm never gonna be able to express the way that I feel to my mom in them that way. And again, like uh, I look back on it and and I was able to finally like reflect on that shit and, and like have at least some clarity on on why it's been so difficult for me. And so knowing that now has allowed me to have a lot more optimism for tomorrow when I start my new career, because mm-hmm. what was tying me back to AutoZone was more of issues from my childhood rather than actual, you know, what I'm saying, um, um something external like trying to keep me there so in which case uh you know it, it's one of those things that we need to change like i said i believe we're a generation every generation gets better you know it's a certain oh, absolutely. i'm sure my mom and them had it worse than um uh than i had it and so forth and so forth but that's that's how the way i've always seen it like when you win when you hear like What's the what's the what's the old folks called boomers talking shit? They always yeah they always talk about in reference to like shit that they dealt with. I get it, y'all dealt with racism, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying y'all dealt with, you know, what I'm saying not the Great Depression because none of them well maybe depending on it. They were like y'all dealt with shit, but understand that like kids now they have feelings, they have emotions, like and the way that they're brought up and they're raised and the confidence that's instilled with them early can change their entire outlook on life. And so now I got some clarity on it. I'm doing much better eternally and emotionally, but, uh, I, like I said, I'm still keeping touch with them. And I always told them, like, if opportunity comes where I can make more money, I'll come back. Like, cause at the end of the day, that's re- that was 75% of the reason I left. 
Like, you know, I just wasn't making enough. So in which case, if you know, y'all want me to come back and be a district manager, sure. Cause y'all make a hundred grand. So I ain't going to say no to exactly. a hundred grand a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, he said, you ain't said nothing but the way I'm putting like, in my two yeah, weeks now. Like nigga, tomorrow, like I just started, I'll put my two weeks in tomorrow. If y'all want to let a nigga come back. For a week. <laughs> uh, thank you for the opportunity. But uh, yeah, but they, 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 they about to pay me a hundred grand. So exactly. I'm, so I'm out of here. I'm, I'm going back. But it is it, it, appreciate like, you though. Yeah, pre- appreciate the opportunity for sure. But uh, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've had I've had a lot of time this week to reflect on it, and and it's a uh, it's it's just it was a crazy to me. It's like a crazy revelation. Like once I finally like like sat down and thought about it. You know, <laughs> normally you're supposed to sit down with like a therapist or a counselor and kind of go through that shit. But <laughs> you know, with the how much counselors and therapists cost, I had to like self regulate, you know. So Man, I've always <laughs> self regulated. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I had to self regulate because a nigga could not um pay no therapist for that yeah, shit. Yeah, ain't paying for that shit. <laughs> shit be like seventy five dollars I, I, I will I will talk to myself. <laughs> I would yeah. get high. I would get high. No, I'll talk man. to myself. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's that, man. All right. Uh, so let's keep it pushing here. Let's go ahead and get into this next story. Cause, uh, this one again is, <laughs> this shit is funny as fuck. It says, a uh, suspect who stole U-Haul calls police and asks for deputies to stop chasing him. A driver who allegedly stole a U-Haul truck called police dispatch and asked for deputies to stop chasing him after they located the stolen truck around 1.40 a.m. on Saturday. Adams County Sheriff Deputy located the stolen U-Haul parked at a convenience store on the corner of Federal Boulevard and West 80th Avenue. When deputies approached the vehicle, the driver took off. Police pursued the truck and the driver called dispatch to ask why he was being chased and wanted the deputies to stop. Deputies had to use tire deflation devices and the vehicle finally stopped at West 72nd Avenue and where the driver was arrested. Okay, so this is a first. A lot of niggas be stealing box trucks, ambulances, you all. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I've ever quite heard of a motherfucker calling fucking police officers and be like, yo, can y'all chill out? Like, I don't know why y'all really chasing me. Um, <laughs> well, sir, um, unless you may, you may be on something, but this vehicle is reporting stolen. So we don't need you to pull over. That's wild, though. I wouldn't think that somebody would be bold enough. This feels like another audacity. Like these niggas are actually <laughs> yeah, got the audacity, audacity to call the police and <laughs> ask them to stop chasing you. What's damn, they don't get his new name. I feel like this is like some white privilege type shit. There's no way this dude is black or Hispanic. Right? <laughs> this is Adams County, Colorado. Uh, there's a, 75% chance this person is white, right? <laughs> like some meth head, like that was cooking meth in the back of the, planning on cooking meth in the back of the U-Haul or some shit like that. Oh, speaking of that, man. Uh-huh. So one of, one of our stores, one of our stores actually, um, um, might have had a meth lab in it. <laughs> like what? Might, Inside yeah. the store? <laughs> yeah. They, they found, um, stuff that, um, um, would have been used. To cook meth, like meth. Uh, in a part of the store. I was like, uh, that's a first. Like, uh, like uh, a whole meth lab. Like, like, that, like it, we're not set up like a warehouse, so there's not like rooms and doors and shit where like nobody ever goes into. Like the motherfucker is purely open. There's only like three doors on the store: the front door and the restrooms. Like that's it. Like yeah. there's like there's not a place for like you to really do that shit. 
and like get away with it. So I'm like, how many people might have been in on this shit? Or maybe yeah. somebody, maybe somebody was living there. I don't know. That's that's just weird to that's me. Weird. But yeah, that's a tidbit right there. That's because uh, <laughs> uh, my my people had to go down uh, uh, to Corpus Christi. <laughs> a meth lab. Yeah, they had to go down to Corpus Christi, and that was the reason why. And I'm like, <sighs> nigga, that's uh, how though. Like, how do you do that? All right, let's go ahead and get into these Widgies Rathers though. Uh, y'all go first because I'm gonna go last this time. Go ahead, cuz. Uh, first off, breaking news, I just want to give a little fantasy update. Uh, I'm going against uh, my cousin, Emperor oh, Rose, in fantasy. Oh, my goodness. And gracious. I will be whooping that ass, whooping that oh, ass, whooping that ass. Am I off the run um, for this week? It is currently it is currently 89 to 76. Oh, no, no, no. I'm only down by 12. No, it's still winnable. Okay. All right. I still got Johnson to play, too. And Dak is at uh, halftime. He has nobody. Uh, what, what, oh, what look at your boy with the comeback in the other league, though. I, I don't. I mean, like, I only did this again because, like, I didn't want to tell y'all niggas I didn't want to do this, but I don't do twelve man leagues because in my other <laughs> league I got the chance to win seven hundred dollars. <laughs> I do, I do, folks, y'all. But with that being said, though, I do want to say this here real quick. Cuz is ab- both cousins. Sis, you need to know this. <laughs> Santi and Carlito are absolutely terrible at fantasy football. No, they actually they actually suck. They 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 have been in the bottom four <laughs> both years in a row now. Cause still he need this win, but like I told y'all, he was going five and nine. But these niggas is terrible. Santi is definitely bad at this shit. <laughs> like, Santi is terrible. So what you saying? Cuz is good at investments, but he ain't good at fantasy. <laughs> Nigga ain't good at investing in football players. <laughs> that is not some. Shit. He should do, <laughs> Damn. but yeah, but uh, yeah, cuz need this win, but I'm not the running yet, bro. We still got a second half from Colin Murray. I just need him to run one in, and then I'm right back in the game. B. Okay, yeah. all right, we gonna not, see. Not likely, but it, it can happen. I seen. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too far out to run in, but yeah. All right, go ahead anyway, though. The last nigga. All right, <clears throat> so I just got two. Um, these I'm just just you know just curious stuff. Um, would you rather? Have Beyonce's talent or Jay Z's business acumen? Beyonce's talent. I'm going Jay Z's business acumen. I don't hear me out here for a second. Because to me, I'm like talent fades, huh? Uh, and and kinda. talent, and just because you're talented, don't mean you getting paid. There's a lot of talented niggas that ain't that ain't on and ain't getting paid. That's so. true, but I don't. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Jay Z doesn't have a high business acumen, but y'all know that a lot of times that like these niggas' weight of who they are gets thrown around yeah. to make shit happen. So yeah. I'm saying like these niggas ain't. I mean, it's his talent that got him the fortune to be able Where to be who he is exactly, today. Like he's exactly. the, like so. If you'd have told me like Warren Buffett's business acumen, I'd be like Warren Buffett because Warren Buffett is worth like a hundred billion billion dollars. Like, that but part. like Jay Z and them like. I'm not their hating on them. Got them yeah. to their business sense where they are today. Yeah, at, and that at, includes him and Beyonce. At that point, once Good you get point. to once you get Good to point. that once you get to their level, like essentially, if you like to get to a billion dollars, ain't easy, right? So don't let me sit up here and pretend like that shit ain't like that's some hard like that. It ain't hard for that nigga. Like it's hard to get to a billion dollar net worth, but I'm saying 
at, at, at his level, he would be dropping the bag if he wasn't doing certain business things to produce mm-hmm. more money. Like when these niggas become stars, and like like Chris Brown, Chris Brown owns like thirty some Burger Kings, right? Like yeah. like they they now understand that like the money that you're getting loses value. So like they mm-hmm. understand now that like to keep their wealth, they need to have assets invest so yeah, I'm saying assets, like yeah Jay-Z I feel like Jay-Z did it and then were the first to really recognize that again of like because they're a little older than us but like we're the first generation to fully understand finance and business and shit because before yeah. niggas was just getting paid and just keeping their money right that's all, that's all yeah. you know so not hating but yeah I'm gonna take Beyonce's talent because his business acumen may never materialize into anything if I feel you know, the money ain't if the, he had the money so yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go. Well said, well said. I like that. Yeah, okay. But I'm like you. If you would have said like Beyonce talent and uh, Bill Gates, you know, business sense, or you know, whatever the case may but be, even, something like that. That yeah. that, 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 that would have been different. Yeah, I'm saying like like a lot of like a lot of that shit is you know opportunity being there, but yeah. like. You know, niggas that really built that shit from the ground up, like fucking from their Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Shit. Jeff Bezos yeah. really <laughs> built a hundred, like a trillion dollar company. Like he, uh, well, a hundred, well, one hundred fifty billion, whatever his net worth yeah, is. Yeah. He really built a hundred fifty billion dollar company. Like, yeah. it wasn't no weight being thrown around. He had shit. He started in his garage, like legitimately started from the in bottom. Exactly. He's literally one of the richest men in, in the world. <laughs> cool. All right, one more. Would you rather have a personal made? Or a personal chef, personal chef. I hate fucking chef. cooking. Hate huh? cooking. Ooh, wait. He's like, I hate cooking. <laughs> hate fucking cooking. Easily chef. Easily a chef. Ooh, I think I'm gonna go with maid. I, I actually enjoy cooking. Nope. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with maid too. I'll go with maid. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I rather cook. I really, yeah, I yeah, I actually rather cook. To yeah. me, that's just one thing. I mean, that's maid is nigga. They clean up everything. I don't everything. like cleaning. I don't like cleaning the bathroom, the tub. I'm good at bullets and everything. I, I have to go with the maid. Yeah, I'm at the end to go with maid. See, one of the reasons why I'm still fat is because I hate cooking. And <laughs> so that requires me to have to go to like fast food restaurants to eat. And so if I could pay a motherfucker to cook healthy meals for me, well then. Ah, uh, see? Okay. Uh, okay. See, so you get a bigger uh, benefit. Ah, uh, yeah. See, that's where my benefit would come in. Cause cleaning up, that, that, ain't, that ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that. See, maybe you need to get with Sissy with her meal prepping and see if she can work that where she can send it to you because you know she meal preps. Huh? Yeah, but that requires me to pay for that. <laughs> I'm not an athlete. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't. I'm not an athlete. She, you owe, hold on, hold on. Like, she, you owe me money. Why you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. owe me motherfucking money. <laughs> yeah, that, like if I was an athlete, then that that would make sense. But I'm not an athlete, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and my job is supposed to be really strenuous. So I'm planning on dropping a few pounds here. Hopefully, hopefully, okay. Hopefully. All right, sis. Hopefully. Let's get let's get your would you rather. So fair warning here. Sis has a really fucked up would you rather apparently. I don't know. Yeah. No, you got to do it. You can't you tell us to. and then not do it. Do it. <laughs> got to now because you said okay, it was more fucked two. up than the I other one. I, okay, I got two. I'll okay. do it in a minute. Let okay, do yeah, do the first. Yeah, do, do, do that one last. Damn. <laughs> so, would you rather be served food with maggots or mold? Maggots. Really? Mold will kill you. What the yeah, fuck? yeah, I go maggots. <laughs> Niggas yeah. cook maggots. <laughs> like, Ugh. yeah. I can't do the mold, and then I don't know what mold tastes like. That shit might taste worse. 
That's true. Now you're right. <laughs> and I'll die eating some <laughs> shit that tastes worse. <laughs> And I'll die. I got you. I got you. I got you. I guess I have to. Ugh. I guess I have to go with maggots too. Yeah, what did yeah. you say, maggots? Cause yeah, you yeah, throw some fucking, throw some fucking salt and pepper on them niggas, man. Should we be all right? All right. <laughs> salt and pepper make everything sure, taste better. Sure, y'all want me to do this? Would you rather? Uh, yes, you have. Okay. To. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Hey, here we go. So you said you never be as bad as the last one. So <laughs> okay. Oh uh, shit. Would you rather? Oh shit. Would you rather do your mom or dad or your brother or your sister? Damn. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I told you. Man. Damn, you couldn't throw like... Uh, I, had to go, I had to go with my sister. I ain't doing moms. Because you don't have one. That's the reason why you can say sister. <laughs> you said, no. Because you can't say sister because you don't have one. So you got to choose between your brother, your mom, your or your brother, dad. Your mom, no, fu- no, fuck that. You ain't about to say sister. You don't have one. No, fuck no, that. I thought it meant, no, I thought it meant if you had a brother a brother and a sister, like you can choose. I'm, I'm saying, but you're only choosing that because you don't have a sister. So you can't see it in your head right now, nigga. No, you got to choose between your brother, no, your mom, no, or your dad. It will be Santi or mom and dad. Man, that's some gay shit, bro. <laughs> Man, this is terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Oh man. I guess I'm gonna I just go you. with moms then. Uh, oh. oh man, this yeah, because it ain't foul. gonna be it ain't gonna be dad or so, or brother. Yeah, it ain't gonna be yeah. Oh my god. That's terrible. It's, What's it's, up with all these it's a loose. Would you I know, man. What the fuck is up, bro? God damn, you dog. Know, would you rather? <laughs> <ask questions? laughs> no, I'm not. All these, yeah, these hoes. This is the worst look, ever, nigga. Look, at the end of the day, every sis, bro, called me out. And said, my would you nigga, rather? Yes. Sis has been bringing the heat. <laughs> nigga, this nigga, she a little torch. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. I said, okay, bet I won't fail on my would you rather's again. So here we are. I told y'all, I, 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 I see, I should have kept it to myself. I feel I like. Just went with my, I should have just went with my maggots and my mold. I'm going to say, I'm going to say. I'm gonna say mom because if you can't you're like if you got siblings right y'all gonna have events again and then you have to like see your sister that person yeah Yeah, I think I could like mom and just be all like yeah so mom you're never gonna see me again we just (laughs) we're just gonna call this quits (laughs) we're just gonna call this quits you know what I'm saying? You can text, see how I'm doing. I'll drop Raylan off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Raylan and Tali off. But um, yeah, I'm just not because I don't think I could ever see y'all again. Like I don't think I could ever see the person I do this with again. Like I just oh, wouldn't. absolutely not. No. So yeah. So it's got to be mom, but just based off of you know the way shit will shake up. Yeah. No. Nah, oh, this is gross. This is so gross. <sighs> Since you got to choose. Ugh. This is terrible. <laughs> you gonna be a lesbian or sleep with me or dad? Ugh. 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 
What kind of disturbing? Who thought of this? Would you rather? <laughs> huh? Who thought of this? Would you rather? Like, what kind of person would think of this shit? The, you know, no, seriously, I thought this. Same- <laughs> huh? I was thinking the same thing too. Like, who thinks of Somebody this? Somebody from stuff? Mississippi or Alabama? <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Cousin fucking country. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Ah, shit, I guess I have to go with dad and and um, yeah. Uh, you'll never see me again. Ugh, that's oh, that's gross. Yeah. Ugh. Oh man. Yeah. yeah dad, like your dad said he ain't seen you in a minute. What uh, uh, what's going on? <laughs> like dad said he hasn't heard from you in a long time. What's going on? <laughs> it's like two years later. <laughs> uh, yes, daddy ain't heard from me in a long time, and he ain't gonna continue not hear from me in a for, for a long time, nigga. For a long time. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Might show up to the funeral. Might not. Might Might be there. Might not. Okay. It's very debatable right now. Y'all can be mad at me if you want to, but uh, y'all never understand. (laughs) You'll you'll figure it out one of these days. You'll figure it out one of these days. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and get into my would you rather. My would you rather again is a pick one. I'm going to share the screen here real quick because. Do, do, do. Is it sharing? Oh, here we go. Mm. All right. There it All is. Right. So you can only pick one. Really? Yeah, so you got to pick between. Oh. You got to pick between Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Richard Pryor, Bernie Mac, or Paul Mooney. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy? Okay. Yeah. I'm struggling between Dave Chappelle and Bernie Mac. Bruh, that's how you know we siblings. I'm, I'm, struggling uh, with and Bernie I'm gonna Mac. go with Bernie Mac, but I'm gonna go with Bernie Mac because again, Dave Chappelle has some of the worst movies ever. Like, yes. this is yeah, absolute trash, yes. terrible. They're absolute yes. garbage. So we taking whole body of work, right? Same, yeah. same with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy got some absolutely terrible fucking movies. Stand ups are great. He got some, man, you crazy. But I'm saying he got some classics too, right? <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop, but, Forty Eight Hours. But again, but again, we are talking. Tire body work. He has absolute classics and then absolute shit. Really none really yep. in the middle. Like you know what I'm saying? Like uh Chris Rock, I don't care for nothing with Chris Rock. I'm not a big Chris Rock fan. Yeah, I, don't care. I don't care for movies, stand ups. Uh-uh. I don't care for none of his shit. Uh Richard his Pryor. Brother, his brother is actually funnier than him. Uh uh-huh. his brother, um was it uh J Rock, I think it is. J Rock is uh, his brother? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, the comedian. Yeah. Um, I had a went to go see him live, and then they have a younger, younger brother. I forgot his name, but it's something Rock, and yeah. he was opening for J Rock. Here, here's what somebody told me. I I once had a manager that told me that Chris Rock is funnier in person. Like if you ever go to the show, that shit is mm-hmm. hilarious. And I was all like, Yeah, but if I watch it on TV and it can't make me laugh, then I mean, exactly. What is it going to do for me yeah. in person? Exactly. And so, um, <clears throat> Richard Richard Pryor. Um, this is a. I mean, actually, one of my favorite movies with him is "See No Evil, Hear No Evil." Gene Wilder. I think I've seen. I think I've seen it, but I don't know. Richard, I I never heard it before. Although I don't find Richard Pryor all that funny either. I don't want to get chopped up by the black caucus of America. I know. I agree. Like there's certain things I found funny, and there's certain things I'm like, meh. Yeah. Like like, if I had to choose from this group, it would be Bernie Mac. Yeah, I was gonna say, and Paul Mooney. Always made me laugh, but I ain't. But you know, he ain't really been in too many movies. Has he been in the movie? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know if he, he ain't been, been too many. Nah. I don't know if Paul Mooney's ever. If he's ever been in a movie, it was like a cameo or some shit. Like I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. So 
In which case, I'm definitely picking Bernie because Bernie absolutely been hilarious and Bernie had a sitcom that was also fucking hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like, top to bottom, Bernie Mac. Uh, next would be probably Eddie Murphy, then Dave Chappelle, and then yeah. Paul Mooney, Richard Pryor, and Chris Rock is how we this list off. Because, yeah, I, I definitely don't care for Chris Rock at all on any level. No, he um, he's definitely yeah. last on my list. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how this dude keeps getting on TV. All right. All right, cool. Something about them they like. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's go ahead and get into this last story here. Um, this is another one that um, I just really feel like people have found their calling in life, and they're sticking to that shit, right? Like, if they say they say if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? Some of these motherfuckers have actually figured out what they love to do, <clears throat> and they are fucking doing it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, man, they are doing it. <laughs> Here we go. A Rhode Island man posed as a lawyer to scam inmates, then blew their money on marijuana and gambling while awaiting sentencing <laughs> for defrauding the government out of PPP belong funds. Finish him. Nigga, are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> nigga. Yo. This nigga said... This just says, prosecutor said he wrote out a man posed as a lawyer to steal money from fellow inmates while he awaited sentencing for defrauding the government out of hundreds of thousands of dollars in federal coronavirus relief loans. Michael C. Moeller, 42, was sentenced to nearly seven years in prison on Tuesday for defrauding the Paycheck Protection Program, which was designed to loan money to businesses forced to temporarily close due to the coronavirus pandemic so that they could continue to pay their employees. According to court documents viewed by Insider, Moeller applied for PPP loans using the names of friends and relatives and created false business profiles. In total, Moeller stole $699,251 from the program, which he spent on trips to Las Vegas and New Hampshire. Who in the fuck goes to New Hampshire? What's goes to New, New Hampshire. The fuck? Okay. Numerous trips to local casinos, the purchase of a Camaro automobile, the renovation of his residence, and online video gaming. Additionally, Moeller <laughs> perpetrated this fraud. Oh, Moeller perpetrated this fraud while on supervised release for a prior armed robbery convention conviction. Arguing that Moeller should receive a lengthy sentence, prosecutors detailed in September 27th court filing how he continued to engage in criminal activities even while detained in connection to his PPP fraud. Two of Moeller's fellow inmates at the Wyatt Detention Center complained to the FBI that Moeller defrauded them into giving him thousands of dollars in cash as payment to a purported lawyer who would assist them in their criminal and immigration cases, according to the filing. Prosecutor said that Mola posed, posed, ah, posed as a lawyer named Sam in phone calls with the fellow <laughs> inmates. Oh my goodness. What a professional nigga. <laughs> nigga, that. nigga, at one point, they said Mola got one of the inmates' hopes up by saying that the lawyer had been able to post bail for him. The inmates were directed to pay Mola's girlfriend their legal fees, with one inmate giving his wife. <laughs> having his wife deliver $5,000 to his girlfriend. Oh my God. And the other having a friend transfer about 12000 according to the filing. Prosecutors learned oh my goodness. that the money was spent on marijuana gambling and on Mola's <laughs> commissary account. <laughs> how is he doing this inside Nigga. of the joint though? The court documents detail how Mola uh, acknowledged <clears throat> this scheme and agreed to have it impact his sentencing in the PVP fraud case in exchange for no separate charges being filed. 
Prosecutors asked that Mueller be sentenced to 99 months in prison, saying that his behavior while in federal lockup demonstrates that Mueller is simply incapable of stopping himself from defrauding others. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> During a period in which one would imagine that Mueller would be on his best behavior in an effort to convince the court that he was remorseful for his prior conduct. He did the exact opposite by orchestrating yet another scheme to defraud people with whom he can't make contact. <laughs> Prosecutor Sharon. <laughs> oh my God. The judge gave Mueller a slightly smaller sentence of 82 months and three years supervised release. Mueller must also pay $100 for a special assessment and $599,251 restitution. Okay. Damn. So once again. So in total, he only gets how many years? Uh, three and a half or seven. Seven and a seven and a half. But so how- all of that, that's all he got? Uh yeah, but it's about six months, so it's about six months and uh ten 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 uh I mean it's about six years and ten months, almost seven mm-hmm. years, and then he got three years yeah. of supervised release. Hold on, man, time out, time out, round, round of applause for this guy, bro. Because again, if you find what you love to do, you will never yeah, work a day in you your will life, find bro. A way. And this find nigga a way. found a way to not only not have to work. But he essentially he has to love what he does. You know what? Here's here's the shit again, right? Well, we be talking like you know they always talk about this about drug deals and shit, bro. This nigga could easily go work somewhere and be the greatest salesman in that company and be making hand over fist. And this nigga's out here defrauding people, bro. (laughs) Like nigga, what are you doing? You are wasting a god given talent, bro. Talent, bro. You got the slickest tongue in the game, bro. You are literally (laughs) conning niggas in jail while in jail. You know how creative you gotta be. (laughs) How creative you gotta be to con a nigga in jail? Jail, damn. Like this nigga (laughs) pretended to be a lawyer on the phone in jail, (laughs) conning niggas, man. (laughs) They, you, y'all are damn near in the same area. Like the phones are damn near the same area, bro. Like you had to be one gifted son of a bitch. To kind niggas that are in the jail with you, pretending to be somebody else in the same fucking jail, bro. That is, yeah, that's bro again, again, man. Round of round of applause to this nigga, man. Who, uh, but also you're an idiot. So one thing I found, (laughs) I I, I recently learned is that, um, and whenever you steal a shit ton of money, you got to do this. You got to pay back that shit in restitution. This oh, nigga yeah, owes $599,251 yeah. in restitution. What happens when you get greedy? He could have just took that money and been gone somewhere. Nigga. Could have been in Mexico, anywhere. There's no extradition laws, anything. He could have disappeared. Oh, no, they would have came and got him from Mexico. Uh, <laughs> maybe he could have went to uh, Tokyo, maybe? Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure. Where, again, wherever extradition laws, Switzerland, they can't touch him. Cuba? Cuba don't let you extra extra night people. I think Cuba's good. Might, some, there's some places in South might, America you could have went to. But yeah, nigga, you yeah, this is could have been gone, disappear, go. I feel like they must have came after all these niggas at one time because if you hear about somebody getting clapped for PPP fraud, wouldn't you book it? <laughs> like immediately, yeah. like at that point, like I gotta get the fuck out of Dodge. I you know get what I'm saying? Dodge. Like, Absolutely, it's yep. that's so. I'm just change my whole identity. <laughs> I'm just man. I just think back. Like, I just think on this shit. Like, yo, you gotta be one creative. Like, you gotta have some hella marketing. Like, yeah. like type shit, bro. You, 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 like, you are really like a snake. Like a 
like a what they call a snake oil snake salesman. Oil salesman. Bro, yeah. like really, like bro, you can yeah. sell anything, nigga. Why you frauding people? <laughs> like go, nigga, go. Like uh, I don't know, maybe maybe some niggas really just don't want to work for like a living. Insurance salesman, <laughs> bro. Go open up a fucking state farm or some shit, state nigga. Farm, like exactly. nigga, go state kill it, bro. Like, exactly. <laughs> nigga, we bring in a million dollars a year. <laughs> you know, I just, bro. Killing me, man. But yeah, that's that. That's that's that was our most foolish story of the week, y'all. Um, I, I ain't obviously this is foolish, but I was just impressed. Honestly, when I was seeing this shit, I was all like, "This nigga did what? While in what? With what? Yeah, with like, what? Nigga. I mean, it is kind of. It, I mean, it is definitely impressive. Like it's impressive as fuck, nigga. He, that shit. That's why bro, when he was reading, I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." Paul, this what? In prison? He was in jail. He was a lawyer doing all this. <laughs> that is impressive as fuck, nigga. I thought he was coming. At first, I thought he was like coming to the jails and exactly. like defrauding the niggas. I'm thinking, no, exactly. yeah, I'm thinking this nigga's up. Yeah, like, he's, I can he's, see that. Happening. Yeah, like along with the rest of them. So, but nigga, for you to do that shit <laughs> while you're in the joint, like, <laughs> nigga. Like, are you shitting me, bro? Like, first off, how was he even spending that shit on marijuana and gambling? Yeah, no, yeah. Did this say hookers too? Uh huh. I don't think it said hookers. Oh, okay. So, so marijuana. No, that's just and what you would do. Yeah. I know. But right? at the same time, <laughs> this nigga was already this nigga did the PPP fraud and was already on supervised release for armed robbery. So at this point, <laughs> this nigga just don't want a job, bro. <laughs> you know what? He refused to work. So, so this He's nigga, like, I don't want to work. So I'm just gonna take it from people. So this nigga thought to himself, yo, so robbing niggas wasn't my thing. Okay. I got caught. <laughs> How else can I get a bunch of money without working? And this nigga said, you know what? I'm a defraud niggas. <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm a fraud niggas, man. Like I'm good. I'm a I'm a I'm a fraud niggas. Got caught for the PvP shit. Then went into jail and said, you know what? I could I could suck at some of these niggas out some money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like he still kept doing it, dog. Like this oh, this nigga is a a a a habitual uh criminal habitual lawbreaker. Liar, yeah. <laughs> habitual habitual lawbreaker, bro. Is that shit's amazing. I'm watching fantasy football. I'm watching football right now, y'all. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was at the back of the end zone wide the fuck open. I want to explain something here real quick because this is this is some foolish shit here. There is no universe in the world where DeAndre Hopkins should be at the back of an end zone with nobody in that vicinity. I don't know how the fuck that happens. But Kyler Murray just threw another TD. So I'm coming back on Cuz's ass. That's the point of this shit. Ha ha, oh nigga. My goodness. Peep the shit, oh nigga. My three and they got three TDs in this bitch. Hey, come see your boy. Come see your boy. I told you, nigga. Fuck them projections. I should know that better than anybody. I know lost plenty of All games. Right, we'll see. Up. We'll see next week, guys, on the podcast. When yeah. I come back and I'm like, yeah, you already know it. I, huh? already I know. No, 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 no. You don't get to talk shit like you're good at this, okay? Like, you don't, you don't get to talk shit like you're good at this, nigga. I am good at this. <laughs> like, my, record, absolutely... my record doesn't show my real true <laughs> nigga, I am two years now my, seeing that you record, ain't that good at this. My record doesn't show, my record doesn't reflect my genius. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, sure, cuz. All right, bet. All right, but that's it, y'all. Y'all got anything for the pod, man? Nah, I'm good. Okay, all right. So now we'll close this thing out. If you made it this far, we appreciate you for kicking it with us this week. Make sure you go to the website www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those dope listen letters. You can also catch oh shit, excuse me. You can also catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your listening pleasure. With that being said, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. It's your boy Imperator Rose, and it's your girl Ash, and it's that dude Cold Theory. We out.
Oh, 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 oh,